And with that, we are starting. All right. <laughs> hey, Internet, my name is Todd, and we are going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. All right, um, apparently um, some people like watching Dungeons & Dragons out there and like listening to it, so that's why we started recording our games. Uh, we started as a homebrew, and then we went to hell. And I mean that, like, we went to hell. Uh, so we're playing uh, De Descent into Avernus. We are... Uh, this is, I think we finally settled on morally ambiguous uh, after a long time. So my name is Todd. I'm going to be the DM. And uh, we have a couple of players. I'm going to introduce everybody. We'll get a chance uh, and we'll go around the horn and bring everybody up to speed. We're on episode 53 approaching. I don't know. I think we might be approaching. Anyway, I don't want to jinx anything. Let's get this going. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the game. Hi. Hey. Excited to be back. I hope everybody had an okay week. I didn't do the preamble much. I'm sorry. I have terrible social skills. No, it's good. Yeah, I like it when you, you know, chatting before a game. It's exactly. Excellent. Or after. We do a lot of table talk after. Uh, and we also do a podcast. For those who don't know, we do the uh, uh, podcast out on Podbean, but it's in all the places. So if you're trying to get caught up, that's a great way to do it. Um, and so shout out to California, who were the most recent uh, boom. So thank you very much, Californians. We may be jealous of your climate, but you can be jealous of our um, dice rolling. Anyway, not mine. No, <laughs> not Darcy's. <laughs> All right. So you've already met me. Let's go around the horn, meet the people and the character. Let's start up top. Gordon, take it away. Hey, Gordon, playing Fenris, your resident shadow sorcerer, and uh, he sees the end near. He sees, like, things coming together, you know, band is pretty much back together. It's kind true. Of, that was actually uh, the episode title. Yep. Of the we, last one. So you've managed to cross off ready. a lot of that to-do list in hell. Mm -hmm. You know? We just you have to get... One more big sword. One big sword, and then you're as ready as you're gonna be, I think. It was prophesied by the crazy old man. You gotta get the name, the sword. Well, you don't gotta, but it would be better to get the name, the sword, and the eyes. We, we shall eyes. see. We shall see. We and shall Fenris see. is... You know, it'll be very interesting. He's a bit conflicted on his emotions with everyone around him. And um, we're going to see how this pans out. Awesome. Well, I look forward to that. All right, let's move along. Bella. How's it going, Bella? It's going. It's going. Hi, everybody. I'm Bella. I'm playing Darmida. Uh, our um, is Fallen Azamar Ranger. Uh, I think she's had the most difficult time in hell uh this is this is you know th 
this is really hell for her. <laughs> like for everybody else, it was hell. But for you, or for Darmida, it was personal. Yeah. Uh, I found a version of my mother. Um, the only version you've ever met. Yeah. As, as um, other than the one I other than the one I killed and that Ben Coom killed for me. Um, because, you know, I brought her back. But besides that, um, yeah, Darmida has had a really hard time down here. Um, she's felt pretty isolated and alone. And all of a sudden now, things like Gordon said are falling into place. And she's feeling a little bit, she's, you know, she's got the person she trusts most uh, by her side again. And um, it's true. You got your buddy. She's back. very hopeful. Yeah, you got your buddy. Yeah, back. Ben, ben Coombs back. Ben and she's back. really hoping that maybe mom. Well, let's see. Last episode, just a quick reminder, you did roll for your um, connect to Commune. mom. <laughs> calling yep. and I finally got a six after <laughs> ten times yep. I finally got a six so a custom yep. commune to mom is in the cards if you want it so we can activate that in a little bit alright let's keep going around the horn Darcy Darcy. hello everyone I'm Darcy you can find me at twitch.tv says Darcy Bits uh, in this game I am playing uh, two characters now because I had too, uh, because I keep rotating through them. I've played like five so far in the whole game. Is it five? But, um, I counted. Five. I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't actually count. I just made a number that sounded ballparkish. I, I have um, not killed nearly enough of those characters. Uh, yeah. I don't think I killed um, any of them. That's not. It's none unless you include the one time that that uh, Gordon was so kind to point out last session uh, when when Henrietta died, but is still alive. So like, does it really count? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm playing uh, Henrietta Pedersen, who is a pacifist paladin of Paylor, and I'm also playing Felicia the Thunder, who is a very curious Smurfneblin druid. Um, wow, say really that just... three times fast. Smurfneblin. There's a V in there. I mean, you, you got the, in the beginning, I mean. Shmurf. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. You got are it. You, that's are you feeling the Smurf? I'm feeling the Smurf. I'm saying that wrong. All right, let's. <laughs> thank you very much, Darcy, and uh, don't forget to check out his Twitch stream. All right, and now over thank here, you. the man, the legend, Trent. Welcome back, Ben Ben Kumtalote, at your service. A man of the sea, and a man imprisoned by demons and devils. Part-time Devil. poet, full-time barbarian. Time at the sea does that to ye. Please take a level in Bard. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So he's playing a Goliath barbarian. Oh, yes. I am Bankum, the barbarian tank of the party. I have recently been broken out of jail in order to torture join jail. the party. Yeah, torture jail out of uh, hell jail to come rejoin the party to help them escape hell and, and the confines itself and hopefully escape myself as well finally maybe. freed of the demon or the devil's influence but with a, a massive necrolich in sight 
hoping not to engage more or less. Yeah. Ooh, well, but I, I don't know. We'll, I had to we'll leave a little bit out. early last session, so I'm here to listen to all of you. Sorry, a, a necro lich? I think you meant. I don't know. A, a bad dragon. Scary cool. my majama. This dragon is past its prime. It's ugh. All right. Yeah. And that brings us round. Uh, also on deck, uh, although he's not here yet, but we've also got Carl, who plays uh, Fadari, who is an Ericrocra monk on a mission from the a the plane of air, not to be confused with the airplane. Uh, and so Fadari is um, yeah, on a hunt for Sarnia, who you had to let go last episode. Uh, when you make a deal with the devil, they expect you to, to follow through. It's like it's like the world's meanest car salesman. All right. <laughs> I mean, I can be honest. I missed a bunch of sessions, so I'm I can't complain about what I missed. You know, so it's all good. you know we had to make some decisions, and Carl flew a little bit too high. You know, Icarus, hey, the story, you lost blah, a blah blah finger on your one of your hands. You can pick the hand, or the internet can pick the hand. I'll let, uh, I'll say uh, left hand unless somebody spends the points to put it as a right hand. Nice. All right, left. And I'll spend the points to make it left. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably got some points. All right, one last thing. Internet, we are playing with you. Your mind. No, um, what I mean by that is you can watch and get plot points and make suggestions for our games, suggest names, um, cause flashbacks. You can cut to... Uh, you see what some, what's going on somewhere else or some when else. Um, you can get creative with it. And we will do our best to roll with it and make it um, uh, improvise that into our game. And I have to say, it's one of my favorite parts of this whole thing is to get all the suggestions from, from the viewers. And, and it met a lot of great people along the way. So thanks so much. All right. And with that, I think we're ready to dive in to hell. The infernal, infernal machines rocking beneath you. Ben Coombe, you're getting the feel for it, but it's still very strange. You're only, you've only been out, been out of this hellish prison for a couple of hours, and already you're, you can just, it's just such a difference. The open air, although it's still hell, um, it feels so much better out here than it did down below in the fortress of oblivion. Uh, you're out on the open plain. You're riding on this massive uh, motorbike-style infernal machine. It's just... The wind is just gently caressing your bald head. And these little hands are just wrapped around your waist. Um, and in the in the seat behind you, um, kind of kind of improvised seat behind you, there's a little gnome who you just met, um, but the what? others seem to vote... Well, you met again uh, just before. Um, good, yeah. But you, you're—I mean, you don't know her all that well. Um, she's a little cuddling behind you, just hanging on as the machine rocks from side to side. Um, Darmida, I believe you would be driving. Is that right? So you're driving a dune buggy-style infernal machine, just tearing across the plains. Um, you have every once in a while have to make a mental note to slow down because Ben Coombe, although he's he's getting the hang of it, he's not used to the Infernal Machine quite to the way you are. So you have to kind of plot the route a little more carefully and every once in a while slow down, giving him a chance to catch up. Um, everybody else has kind of 
taking stock, getting themselves ready, and figuring out what it is that they're, you're going to do next. Uh, as you are tearing across the plane, trying to put some distance between you and this threat that uh, so far seems to be hanging back the um, pursuit of a winged dragon, some kind of dragon. But I think it was Falari and Ben Coombe both insisting they saw a skeletal dragon um, just in the plains behind you, but that was several miles back now, and you haven't seen it for a little while. So, morally ambiguous, what do you want to do? I'm going to look at the last piece that was given to me. So while the others seem contented with themselves, Henrietta kind of concentrating and rocking back and forth, that strange helmet on her head, um, it's infernal on one side, and uh, at, uh, not infernal, uh, abyssal on one side, and, and um, a pelor helmet on the other. She seems distracted. Darmida's driving. You're the only other one, and you're staring off across the plane, just clutching this little piece of blanket. This was your blanket. You don't remember what happened to the actual blanket you had when you were a child, but... In a dream, under the guidance of Mad Maggie, walking back into your own past, you happened upon two pieces of this blanket. And it's from the early days when you were first learning your training as a planeswalker, as a as a part of a cult to to travel between these strange waygates. Scribbled in childish handwriting across one of this these two-thirds of a blanket, which have been mended together to be one part of a, of a spell, a spell scroll incomplete. Last time, in your other hand, you pull out, still stained with a little bit of his blood, you have the third and final piece of your little blanket. You have the third and final piece of a scroll of sorts rested from your own dreams somehow by Archibald now still lost possibly forever in the dreamscape wandering with a night hag but it is in your hand given to you when you woke up you still have it I'm going to put it next to as if it's whole, and I'm just going to read it in to myself. Esu, dusa, rito, prima, material, and then the last piece. Seto, ure. Seto, ure. Okay. Did you want to cast it? Uh, I want to get a sense for what is it. Don't cast it. Please roll an arcana check. <clears throat> I'm going to say... Well, no, you're trained. That's already giving you enough, I think. 
the DC will be lower as well because of oh, that. I'm gonna spend a luck point with that. All right. Oh yeah, roll twenty. Whoops. Why not? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. It's not unlike a new spell that you you concentrated on and, and focused on when you recently, for lack of a better term, better term, leveled up. Um, you understand teleport now. You just recently saved the party with a, a very timely casting of teleport. This is very similar and yet different. This. This should open up a portal between planes, allowing passage for a number of people for a short time. This is plane shift. This could be your ticket home right now. I've already used my seven slots. <laughs> it's a scroll. If it were mended, it could be used immediately by anyone who can use a scroll. Oh, I see. So I didn't learn it. It's a scroll. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Darmida, what's your passive perception? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Not good. Eleven. Okay. You're too. You're too. You're you're busy steering this new machine, and you're like, some of the controls are in different places. It's stick. <laughs> the other one was automatic. Um, yeah. Yeah. It. You can drive it, but it's a little different. You're busy focused on the road. Um. And I believe, Henrietta, you're in the back seat. Um, what's your passive percep perception, just out of curiosity? Um, I think much better, let's see. Probably worse, maybe? Do I? I have a train, so it is a little bit better. It's 14. Okay. It's You see Fenris kind of holding some stuff, but it doesn't really leap out to you as important. He holds it a while, puts it away. Then he looks out across the plane, this kind of, I don't know, thoughtful look on his face. Uh, around you, the dust and the ash of the planes. Um, it's almost this burnt orange, but every once in a while, this deep red, even little flickers of glow um, from both above uh, with the roiling clouds. And uh, around you, um, it's relatively clear. South of you is the burning plains where you see these um, storms of ash and soot and hot burning fire tornadoes tearing across the plain. You've driven by this particular section before. You recognize it. You're actually quite close to the arches of Ulak. Um, which which we destroyed. <laughs> you Actually, I'll give this as you're driving along. You see the center column that didn't crumble. There were two before, and one of them crumbled as you went through. You look over, and you can see it in the distance. There does appear to be an arch still standing. Hmm. Convenient. Alright. Cool. Where do you want to go? Do we know where we're going? 
So we talked before, I think, that the next step in our minds is like the sword, right? That's, I think, what we're thinking about. Uh, Gordon, I, you're muted. I thought. Don't the... mute his mom. No, I didn't think so. I thought the plan was Bencoom, um, Archie, then. Um, Meet his mom and Lulu. I thought Lulu was first. It's the same thing. I thought Lulu I, was your mom. I thought no. the idea was that. Um, no, Lulu's not my mom. <laughs> not your mom, but she wanted. Didn't your mom. We have to go to your mom to well, raise Lulu. Is what I mean. Yeah. So Lulu, the uh, crazy old man, he yeah. pa- he died mm-hmm. at the crypt of the Hell Riders. Oh, that's okay. And he. His spirit remained. He, you even spoke to it, as there are several spirits there, resting the remains of those who went into hell alongside Zariel. Um, your mother, Darmida, uh, her name is Nishida, and she, I know you know that, just for any listeners, um, she wants to help you, but she is promised to Zariel. She is, she is linked to Zariel, and if she makes significant actions against Zariel then it will be known almost immediately but she's willing to help you she just wanted to make sure that everything was in place according to her and according to her she knows where the bleeding citadel is now just to refresh my memory because it's been a really long kind of thing at yeah. the Bleeding Citadel, where we is that where we were to get the um, sword? The sword mm-hmm. of Zariel. Or just Zariel. The sword, sword of Zariel is, just sword. is apparently yeah. at the Bleeding Citadel. That's where That's, okay. you saw in, in the dreamscape the flashbacks to Lulu's memories of driving, right. uh, being a, alongside your mother, driving the the blade into the plains of, of uh, Avernus and this massive fortress springing up out of right. um, basically out of the essence combined essences of Lulu and your mother and have we figured out yet have we because we thought for a while that the eyes were the helm that Henrietta have but we found out not have we it's figured not, out yeah. that not yet we haven't figured out the helm or the eyes Lulu was the eyes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd um, be pretty cool, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing everything you two for seen one this whole time. Anyway. <laughs> we had a two for one if um, we pre uh, incarnate we a two for. Yeah. But yeah, that's been my understanding, right? Like All right, we don't want to bring back Lulu until we have the sword because as soon as we were bang lulu basically the fight's coming to us at that point so we need to be ready yeah. for it um unless there's a step in here that that we're not really considering good. which is a, some form of freeing the sheep but i don't think that we have any lead for how to do that probably well getting rid we of the know, big guy is the only way to do that we know th- yeah we know that he has kept her contract somewhere 
very different than the rest of the contracts that we cleared. So yeah, we're thinking her contract. We actually, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if we only did that, that'd be really cool, but I don't think it's happening. Yeah, you could do. A oh, Darmida's Darmida's going to make it happen, even if she cool. dies. Yeah, for I, mean, it. I hope it happens at some point, but I don't think it's happening before we bring. How about this, Henrietta? Can you do a religion check for me? Yeah. Sure. I agree, though. It's not going to happen before. Yeah, this is mostly, like, you know, player discussion stuff, but what we want to do as a game. Uh, I have no idea what we're thinking in character. Where's my religion check? Plus six? I got nat one for a seven nat total. one on religion. Okay, so here's what Starting happens. Starting out strong. Yeah. As you, like... What? How could we wrest the the contract away from Zeriel for Darmida's mother? Like to know that, and you start true. to think, and you're like, you you recall your training, you recall you almost a flashback. Hey, Carl's here. Um, you you flash back to um, the halls of an unruined Elturel in your early days, your training uh, amongst the the rest of the clergy. Um, and you, you try to remember some of the... What, what did they mention about devil contracts? Did I know they mentioned it. And as you go back, you, you remember walking through the hollowed halls, the massive cathedrals above you. You could love the music. The other stuff less so, but you love the music. And as you listen to that hymn, you hear that humming of that beautiful hymn. And it just starts to reverberate in your soul and in your mind and in your helm, and it starts to just buzz this whole one side of your head, and it just becomes almost like this incredible feedbacking echo of this divine sound, and it is then immediately countered by the opposite side of your helm with this as the demonic side of your helm actively fights back against the resonance of the celestial side. And it gives you a wicked headache. For the next hour in-game, like, character, Mm -hmm. you have disadvantage on all... It's essentially an exhaustion point. Is it actually exhaustion? Should I just mark it that way? Sure. Okay. Just for the next hour, so though. Get exhaustion you don't have to again, do it long, will stop. Oh, it's the special yeah. version. Okay, great. Yeah, it's just a Love wicked it. That's awesome. On your, from your helm. Yeah. All right. And let's just pause for one second. Welcome to the game, Carl. Yeah, thanks, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We did the character intro already, but um, you kind of missed a few things, so we can bring you back up to speed very shortly. Uh, essentially, look who's back. We got Vancoon back. I know. I'm, I went a few weeks ago looking with her as well. So oh, that's I, right. I remember. Awesome. And then, um, but as a as a price for that, these guys made a deal with Sarnia, as you re- may remember. Um, and Sarnia made good on that promise to leave. So she left. Unharmed. Um, and we can maybe figure something out about that. Uh, about what you want to do about that or what you may have already done and we can cut to that later if you want but 
I did want to hear what maybe was going through Fellery's head as she watched Sarnia fly away. In the improv world, it's called pimping. Go! Well, the answer you'd receive for this wouldn't be the great answer in regards to any finale of a show, because she would have seen her left and leave, and Valerie would have chased after it. All right. So, but there was a know. time where the rest of the the group did not actually see you, so that might actually have happened, if you so choose. So we can we can sort that out in just a few minutes. Okay. Sure. So we'll we'll come back to that idea in a little bit. Now, okay. Uh, extension to that question. Um, is there anything that could have made Valerie come back to the party? Or rather, let me rephrase that. Something made her return to the party. What do you think that might be? I mean, it could have been he lost sight of her or something, but... I figured I'd... Uh, it it probably would have been for... To see what the outcome... If it would have uh, accomplished a greater good. Just wanted to see if it, if it actually... Um, had some positive effect and stuff like that. So that oh, might have right. influenced her. Um, yeah. Alright, so... Something dragged you back in this... To this... Unlikely band of... I can't even call you guys heroes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, but yes, hey, you are, okay. it's you are okay. back with the rest and you are bumping along in a new infernal machine. Um, they, they sold the old one and, uh, they didn't even ask. Like, they sold it for a can of beans or something. I don't know. Anyway, so you are back with the rest of the group sitting there, uh, rocking back and forth, trying to decide where to go next. So welcome back to the table, Carl. It's been a little bit. We'll catch up. It has. Yeah. All right. Um, at this point, uh, I would like uh, Darmida's. You're you're running out of road here. I mean, you can just tear across and explore the plains of Avernus if you want. But where do you want to steer? Um. Well, I do believe we are going back. Um, I don't have the map. I can't see it. All I can see is black. So, um, I believe we're going back to the. Uh, south of where we were, so I'm gonna kind of steer toward there. I would right. assume if um, I'm going back generally to the. In hell, it works best if you have a destination in mind. So yeah, I, I think it might be time for you guys to decide where and when you want to do. Well, what's it called? I'm just looking in my the notes. Hell Riders. The Hell Riders Tomb. Yeah. Okay. Is that where we're going? Yeah. Well, that's where Lulu and my mom are. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were in the sword. So if cool. we decided that, then that's what we're doing. Okay. I mean, uh, my apologies. Unless, unless you guys sword? know where the sword is, but I assume we're going there to find out where the sword is. The sword is at. The from what we I know, knew one time. There. Yeah, I knew what one time, but it moved. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, well. Like, we know it's at the Bleeding Citadel. We don't know where the Bleeding Citadel is. Right, Your but mom. my mother does. Hence, Tomb of the Hellriders. All right. 
Okay. All right, so you steer your infernal machine to, down. You're following the, the crazed cartographer map. Um, you dig it out of your pack there, uh, Gordon, and or <laughs> Fenris, and help steer the way as the mad ramblings of the cartographer um, d both distract, infuriate, and possibly amuse. <laughs> All right, that's just a quick little. All right, so, whoa, my screen just did a funny thing. All right, you, um, we're going to cut to that as you come tearing up to the Crypt of the Hellriders in your infernal machines. I'm going to need a survival check from both um, uh, Darmida with advantage because it's your favorite terrain, terrain, uh, and uh, Ben Coom. I will give you advantage because you're basically following her. It's wow, just, well done. do you crash? <laughs> 22 on mine. Nice. All right. And 26 for Bella, for Darmida. All right. You make it no problem. As you, you actually make excellent time. You have approximately a day and a half remaining. Todd, in, in the I'm ten sorry days. to cut you off. No worries, man. I uh, uh, I have a barbarian totem spirit Ooh. of the elk, and, and what so is it's it's a passive. But I I like to think that you kind of have to activate it. Essentially, your travel speed, like your travel pace, with uh, up to ten people within sixty feet of you on mounted or foot. I'm assuming we're mounted. Yeah. Um, we our our travel pace is doubled. Not our movement speed, but our travel pace Damn, is doubled. Damn, that's awesome. And if you then couple that with um, my, I have the thing where if I'm traveling uh, for a period of time in the same area, I also uh, am able to. Um, Damn. Nicely. Uh, so while traveling for an hour or more in your chosen terrain, difficult terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. Your group can't become lost, uh, and you remain alert to danger even when you are engaged in a, another activity. So is you Felice move in the stealthily? Sorry. Wow. Is right. Felice in the back seat of the the car? motorbike? The, your okay. Car. Oh, on my bike. Okay. I definitely turn to Felice. I'm assuming she has some crazy chemical pouch and i just tell her to give me her like yeah. art like like i don't know a throwaway arcane pouch so to speak um you know, like, by the way ben yeah. Coom, what's your passive perception just a quick <laughs> point of order uh 16 damn okay you don't i mean you've met uh felice before but yeah, she's yeah. been busy drooling down your back all trip like your oh. whole back is just covered in like Ew wet like maybe she's sweating or drooling every once in a while you feel oh. these little pushes along your kidneys and uh, you weird. hear this that's funny though um all right um anywho it's it's just oh, no, a little sorry. odd my bad i wanted to just take this random pouch from felice and then pour mm. it into the engine of the motorcycle and then pour it into the engine like the open I'm assuming they're like open, like oh. Mad Max machines, and pour it into the engine of the scavenger, and then we just start going at like twice. Actually, what you're describing is an actual game mechanic. It's in here, and I forgot to mention it last game. Oh, you would cut back to 
the Wandering Emporium. Police actually does have a flask of demon ichor on her, and that's exactly what it is. She and, actually does. And um, the sl- um, the sound I do it. I have doing. three of them. This is us narratively describing what we're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. This is not us. I don't want not want to evoke the overclocking cause. We have features <laughs> for this. We're good. not doing. That. So cut back to that <laughs> salamander. Get us <laughs> so cut back to that salamander who sold you the infernal machine. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you really want to make these puppies fly, huh? All right. Here's the trick. He, he um, passes you an extra flask of demon ichor as part of the of the price of the machine that you paid already. Um, and he says, You want to go like a bat out of a furnace? You pour this in when you really need to cook. And these things, they'll almost fly. <laughs> but good luck, and uh, voids all warranties. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Happy doing business with you. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right, so you, you do like know about warranty. the demon icker trick. So you pour it on in? Oh yeah, yeah. So the I guess our the, if this is real, I was just kind of describing the tra- the elk movement. So technically, our movement would be quadrupled. <laughs> you guys basically go back in time. Two minutes. It's for like a uh, okay. No, between between her and <laughs> him back in time. and this <laughs> stuff, you guys had two days to get there before Lulu's spirit can no longer be resurrected. Um, you look at the clock. It's like. I don't know. It'd be like looking at a clock at 11 and you go for this long drive and you look at the clock and it's like 1130. You guys, you went 88 miles an hour is what you did. That's it? Damn. All right. Yeah, I felt like that was like, you know, close to, go to 100 or 120. <laughs> okay. Imagine only ever going on horseback and then going, I was actually referring to. Oh, that's to, a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Anywho, you guys and Ben Coom at one point motions to Darmida and the yeah. two of them go off road across this, what looks like this mire, horrible idea to drive across. And you're like picking this route just, and you cut off this huge expanse of time, um, just buzzing right past the arches of Ulak um, and right through the bro- bone brambles at one point, a bunch of dryads are like, and you just don't even slow down. There's bone dryads in there. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, then cool you come tearing. It's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Felice is like looking over the back window. Um, uh, uh actually, the bike. Someone one of you later. <laughs> yeah. And then you arrive at the crypt of the Hellriders, and with that, we are going to um, jump over to a different map. I guess I need to place you, don't I? Uh, so go Did ahead and place spend yourself. Stuff or was that just narrative? Hmm. Pardon? Are we actually spending the the icker or is that narrative? I'm not. That was just narrative, but you still okay, have. Because I do have some on my sheet. So yeah, you've got one, and Ben Coom has one. He just did a couple of drops. I have three. All right, you got lots of stuff for days. All right, so go ahead and uh, park your in- infernal machines up here on the. Oh, is there. Is there? While we're parking them, can I just? Um, search around 
the area for somewhere that we could conceal them, cover them. Um, All right, I'm going to get you otherwise to do a survival make them... check with disadvantage. It's pretty open terrain, but you might get creative with it. Okay, because you know where I'm going with it, though. Oh, I, I think I do, yeah. Yeah. It, humor me, though. <laughs> All right, so you pull up. Um, you sure it wouldn't be just a straight roll, though? It would be a straight roll because you advantage. have advantage. Yeah, it's a straight roll. Right. Okay. So you come up. There's this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is nice. a nat 20 for a total of. 31. 31. Okay. Let's just say you find. Oh. You pull up and you're like, hey, let's park in this old tomb. You pull across. It's a perfect fit. It's like a two car garage. You know, like a tomb. Um, no, no, a bike and a thing. You just up in. You even find these old, like, gates that can close. Um, it's just on the edge of this mound as it crests up and there are these. Uh, all these old tombstones and this empty armor is just dotting the landscape. All the where all the uh, former fallen Hell Knights uh, of the Hell Riders, um, you released their souls, so they are no longer there. But their armor, uh, rusted and dinged, is all scattered around the top of this hill. At the very top, um, there's a, a almost mausoleum style thing and it extends down into the earth that is the entrance where you last saw your mother and the ghost of Lulu alright you get to the um, you, you're going up can I get a uh, series of perception checks actually I'll just say two you guys can pick dibs on being one of them I seem to have the highest perception <laughs> I'm not gonna I, I can just, I'll do it if somebody else oh, would wait. like to do this I uh, think yeah, that would ahead. be better all right let's go with Ben Coombe and Valerie and Valerie 15 20 all right as you're as you're kind of shackling up um the the gates and closing them down and and gathering all your belongings um or at least enough that you want to bring inside the tomb uh, ben Kum, you cast your eyes around, just taking in the hellscape. Um, you, you, it looks pretty clear. Valerie, you're flying above, just keeping an eye out, wishing you could have, you could have done more to take down Sarnia. You, she did indicate that you will see her again, so um, there is still hope there. And as you're going, you see this little flicker of movement out of the corner of your eye, and you're just like, wait, what's that? And then you look, and there's just pretty far off, but you see this little, little wings, just little though, um, just across the plains, kind of trying to, as though it was trying to keep up and fell way behind. Um, you see a small imp out on the dusty plains, kind of skittering from rock to rock, just trying its best to, to approach unseen. Okay. Uh, sorry, how far is it? It's Luke? probably about. I mean, you got good eyesight as an eagle person uh, or a bird person, so or a duck. I never did ask what kind of Aracroca you were, but anyway. <laughs> um, but your icon's a duck, so there you go. Um, the uh, 
you look out and you, it's about probably about half a kilometer away and you wouldn't have seen it except it landed with a of dust as it ducked behind a rock all right so we're being we're being watched or followed um you say to the others as you land or yeah okay yeah pretty much uh we should take care of that all right, I'll, I can I can fly out and we'll see what's, uh, what the deal is. Sure thing. You get a pretty good bead on it. Um, it just takes it'll take you a couple minutes. Are you going to go alone? Or are you going to bring anybody with? Uh, I should probably go with just so she's not alone. Sure. All right. Like Darmida wouldn't let her go by herself. I don't think, and I think the only other person who can keep up and fly that way would be Darmina, so... Alright, so I'm assuming you're gonna activate your boots of flight. Yeah, but I'm gonna kind of, like we did last time, um, I'm still holding on to Fallery and oh, just kind of, the boots keep yeah. me up, but Fallery, I go at her speed. Oh, or a little bit less, but yeah, she, yeah that's fair. Alright, so you're making pretty good time as Fallery just grabs you and tugs you, tows you along. Um, are you being out with the open or are you going to be stealthy? Stealth. Stealthy. Yeah. All right, roll stealth, yeah, please. Stealth. The rest of you, what are you going to do as you're tucking away the machine? Ah, uh, and that one brings me to 15. Try not to ruin the stealth check. 27 for me. All right. So, um, here's the thing. <laughs> Fallery comes flying in, just uh, going down. Maybe it's the anger from having Sarnia leave and you're just wanting to get out there and you go a little too aggressive as you come in um, and you just land three point stance, like um, very close to where that imp is. It might have seen you. You look around. Everything's pretty good. You don't see anything. There's just rocks, pile of rocks that had hidden behind. There's a couple of dusty kind of imprints in the ground. Can I can I uh, do a track? Sure. Roll survival with advantage. Twenty-three? Uh, sorry, what was that? It was 23. 23. Oh, yes. So at this point, you can see where it hit the ground. And you kind of bend down. And in the shadows, you can both barely be seen. Oh, right. Actually, you would have been rolling with advantage there, Fallery. So you can roll again. Oh, all right. Well, then. And if you want to, you can too as well, but, um, Bella. You, I'm you, good. Aren't you Gloomstalker in, uh, in the shadows? I am. Oh, no. That's only for True Darkness. Yeah. Okay. I so think Valerie is, is better off. <laughs> All right, so um, you're looking around and you see where it impacted the ground. And then you see a little, about five feet away to the right, you see another little bit of a dust, dusty footprint. And then another. And then another. It seems to be walking that way, invisibly. Walking invisibly, but the tracks are still seen. 
Okay, so... What do you want to do? It's... Heading that way. You hear a little... Uh. Hmm. What do I have? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking at what I have. Um... I want to cast darkness. <laughs> I think he's going to go into... Uh, I feel like I want to take a crowbar and knock him upside the head. But I'm not going to. I mean, you can to. take a swing at it, but it would be a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, you have a vague idea of where he is, or at least was, just a few seconds ago. Uh, so one can assume that invisibility is concentration. What would fireball do? <laughs> I will cast a fireball on where I think it was going to be. <laughs> you reach up, pull a bead off of your necklace, and it just comes up. Wow. Up, comes off with this ever so slight. And it starts to blossom in your hand. like Zero to 60 in under a second. And you get the sense, oh, right, this is going to go. And you throw it off your necklace of fireballs, approximately where this thing is. Um, again, first of all, can I get you to do either Arcana or... Uh, as though it was a dex attack. Either one, just to see how you aim this. Dex, like it's just a dex throw? Yeah. Or dex to... Well, it'd be like an attack with your dexterity. Just to see if you throw it in the right spot. I know it should be easy. Okay. Nope. All right, then. <laughs> with the 13. Dude, what did you roll? It's an AoE, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to need dexterity saves from Darmida and yourself. No professional uh, honesty on that, huh? Shame. So it's not like a thrown weapon proficiency? It's not what no, um, well, I was just seeing whether Valerie would know enough to, like, she's only, she's done this once, so I don't know if she right. knows enough about where to position it at a distance. 15 for me. Alright. Oh, I'm just gonna, uh, Fix this for one second here. Hey, let's hold the noise down in here. Hey, Kudna, how's it going? We're going to get you uh, on after a break if we can, okay? Okay. All right. Did I'm you gonna... buy chance? Did you get a chance to look at the characters? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, I got three that you can choose from. Awesome. So we'll we'll see how we can. Whoa, welcome. Ah, I mess up everything. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get you on the stream in just a little bit. All right. There we go. Okay, that didn't work at all. All right, so anyway. Um, so how'd you do on the deck saves? Dexterity saving throws. 15. 15. 28. All right, so those are both passes. So, Carl, if you want to roll the damage on your fireball. I'll take the first uh, roll that I did. So um, the creature would have a DC deck save of 15. Yep. Um, so you just damage is 23. Okay. All right. All right. Let me just... Uh, I have a feeling about something here. Hello. Hold on. All right. Just one second. I'm pretty sure there are, they are immune. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Sorry, dude. <laughs> For a second, I was like, condition. Um, so the fireball just... You both get tossed a little bit. Darmida actually just totally taken by surprise, like thrown back. Uh, you're actually kind of do a 
flip up over and you end up hovering in midair, your feet just being like, whoa. Um, apparently, Fowlery is in a mood. Um, and you you hear this thing. He's over, he's over there. You have a vague idea. Now, did it be, even though he's immune, it still hit him. It hit him. Does he still have to do a concentration check? He doesn't take any damage from it. Okay. So it threw That's him off enough question. that he made some noise. But okay. he didn't actually have to drop or do a concentration check. He's actually in right. to fire. It was a great so... idea that made him make noise. So you can make an attack if you want to. Um, Darmida's a going good idea. to... Like, he's there yeah. or there. You heard him. Uh, yeah. Um, at this point, she's like, well, I guess this is what we're doing. Um, and I'm gonna cast a first level Hunter's Mark at All him. Right. And oh. uh, then I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm... Well... You have to see him? Yeah. Well, she knows basically which... I know oh. where he is. It's uh, not AoE. Yeah, like you need to see him. Yeah, I think. you could you could take a blind shot at him with disadvantage, but to actually target a spell on him, you have to see him. Oh yeah, take a shot at disadvantage. That'll knock him out. Okay. I mean, you you hit things pretty good. Yeah. All right. I'll just I'll uh, I'll take my shots then. All right. Uh, first one. Shots in the dark. Speaking of shots, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> Fair 18. Enough. 18? All right. Yeah. 18 hits. Even with this advantage. Nice shot. You shoot where you heard the squeak, and you hear me. Oh, I oh. have disadvantage on it? Yeah, you have disadvantage on it. Oh, then I get a reroll. Yeah, sorry. I thought that was the reroll. No. Uh, that would be... Oof. You rolled a five, so... Hold on. Nope. Turn that off. 17. 17? Yeah. That is... A hit. AC 13. Nice job. So, 19. Or, I mean, nine. Uh, Nine damage? All right. And it's going to roll for concentration. It does. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. Hold on. DC would be 10. Um, oh, and it gets a 15. So he still okay. manages to stay invisible. But you heard him again. So he's out there. All right. But I still have disadvantage. Yeah, you still have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, That's a one. Oh. I'm um, going to use a luck. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use my luck. Sure thing. Go for it. Yes, yes. Burn the luck. I mean, nothing. 13? <laughs> 13? Oh, and that's, that's a, a roll. 25. Yeah. You you hit again. The, the arrow you just shot, part of it is still visible. You just target just below that. 13 piercing. All right. Eek. Yeah. It definitely cries out. In, wait, 13 piercing? falls to his knees and this little red imp just becomes visible 
as he falls to his knees and looks up at you and I never liked you. I mean that. Falls over dead. <laughs> How did it know me? Um, you recognize this imp. This is, is Skrix. <laughs> did you not guess that before now? No. Sorry. I, okay. Cool. You have executed Skrix. His body is lying there in front of you. What do you want to do? Fine. I'll walk up to him and fucking... He begins... You can see his little body is beginning to smolder. There. He's got two health. <laughs> um, can you do a dex save for me to see if you can do this in time? Just saying. It happens kind of quick. I, I said Sarnia didn't die immediately because she's kind And of the thing name. is, I wouldn't have known it was Skrix because he was invisible. Yeah, it's true. So, okay. 21. All right. Yeah, you get there just in time as he's like, I'm coming back to the sticks. And then... <laughs> This arrow, two arrows still protruding out of his chest. And just like. I never liked you either. But apparently the others do. So what are you doing, you idiot? I, uh, I'm going to let you roll intimidation with advantage since you just killed him. It's kind of what she does. She likes to kill people and bring them back, doesn't she? I'm just going to kill you, then interrogate you. <laughs> 16. And you say you're having a hard time in hell. 16. He's like, just so you know what I'm capable of. <laughs> you people are crazy. Oh, my God. You're going to definitely end. So. I was sent Meanwhile, Valerie's just playing with the beads on her necklace. <laughs> yeah, I think you're intimidating Darmida more than you're intimidating. By the way, you both <laughs> took half damage, right? Eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I already put the damage yeah. on okay. my. Just reminding. Sheet. Um, so eleven. So you uh, you're looking down at this little scrick. Valerie doesn't take any damage. Oh, nice. Invasion. Nice. Oh, right. That's right. So Valerie is fine. Oh, we lost the lost the thing again. So Valerie is totally fine, and um. Uh, but you look down at this burnt little imp impaled by, like, shish with two arrows, um, and he looks up at you and he's like, I was sent by Bell to keep an eye on our investment. If you don't mind. Well, maybe you shouldn't be such an idiot. You think we're just gonna allow people to sneak up on us? Skrix is the best scout the bell has. You're also the dead one. Point <clears throat> taken. Pulls out one of the arrows. Oh, ah, damn it. All right. So, what do you want to do with them? 
You can finish him off. I'll pick him up by his little leathery wings. Yeah. And uh, bring him back down to everybody else. You know enough to pick an imp up by its scorpion tail. This is part of your training. So he's like dangling, trying to flap to have some dignity. uh, And you take him back to the others. Uh, The rest of you are ready. You see Skrix there, um, uh, everybody. He's with it is with uh, Darmida. All right, you make your way to the top of the hill and you look down upon the entrance to the crypt. Um, and below, the, the gateway is sealed, but you remember the entrance password. Do you remember the entrance password? For glory. Nice. Um, I don't have a a Felice token here, by the way. You might need to put that in. All right, so Henrietta, you've opened the doors, the crypts, the the cold mist kind of along the bottom. Um, You enter in, and after a few moments, you come through and you see this ghostly visage, this face appear down the hall looking out at you, a former soldier by the look of them, uh, wearing armor, Valerie, can I get you to do a wisdom saving throw? The DC isn't too high, but it is there. Mm-hmm. As you mm-hmm. look at this tunnel leading underground again, not your favorite place. 19. 19, nice. All right, so you take a deep breath, steal yourself. By the way, yep. you should have um, on that wisdom... Uh, you should have advantage because we had the meal. Oh, right. Hero's was feast. That's a hero's this special hero's Mahadi's feast. So we still have that. Good reminder. Yeah. Good, good thing that I rolled a 19. <laughs> it's true. All right. So you, you have no problem heading below into the crypt. Um, you've been here briefly before. Uh, you head inside and, and make your way. The, the soldier ghost translucent in the background uh, in the darkness here. Um, looking out at you, and then as soon as it recognizes you, Darmida especially, but all of you, it says, Yes, come, come. The mistress should return shortly. So you you head below, and you're waiting around inside um, probably one of the more comfortable chambers, uh, but Nishida isn't currently there. Um, You look around, and when you head in uh, all the way, I'll just jump you. Um, Darmida, as you head into the hidden chamber where um, where your mother would sometimes rest, uh, you see the body bound in blankets, the withered old man. He looks a lot smaller than you remember. I'm gonna just kinda walk over and caress his face and just kind of lean over and whisper. We're, we're going to sort this out. The ghost soldier standing at the entrance kind of turns to Fenris and says, The mistress has not been back since she left days ago. Mm-hmm. We don't know precisely when she will return. It's usually every 
once a week, perhaps. <laughs> I am unable to leave this place. How long have we been gone? You've been gone about, uh, well, eight days. So she's been gone a little over a week. No way we okay. can reach her. Mm -hmm. There sure is. All right. There is one way and one way only. And I'm... This isn't what I wanted to use for the commune, but I'm going to use the commune. All right. So you settle... settle your, pardon me. You settle yourself in the same room, looking down at, at Lulu, and you sit on the other bed that's opposite, a stone platform, really. It's a crypt. And you calm your mind and take a few deep breaths. And for a second, you can almost remember what it's like to stand in a forest. You've been in hell for... It feels like forever. But you remember the forest you grew up haunting, as it were, as a brigand raised by your father in the woods. You picture the tree... And after a few seconds in your memory, the leaves on the tree begin to catch fire and turn to ash. And the whole thing fills the surroundings with smoke. And you can just make out the, the branches as the burning embers of the leaves illuminate you, just flickering in the, in the dim light. And a few seconds later, you hear the wings, the footsteps, and then the mist and the parting smoke. Your mother. Not as you saw her last exactly. Her eyes are still that hollow, sunken, undead, um, essentially revenant deva. But the rest of her figure in, in your mind, this strong, powerful, radiant warrior, celestial servant, a deva of your mother before she fell. How may I be of assistance, my daughter? We've made it back. We've acquired what we could acquire. We've done most of what you've asked, if not all. We need you here. You have done very well. I will come. Unless, are you sure you've freed the demon? It is on the way. The demon lord, Kastosh. Huh. We, we freed him. However, we lost track. So, I, I assume he's on the way? I'm sorry. It's 
It's all right. If I know the demon lord, he will not stop until his revenge is complete or he is a pile of ooze on the desert floor. He will come and he will announce his presence. No we doubt. also got Bell. Bell? Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean, Bell? Bell. What do you mean, God? Well, we have a bit of a, an agreement. No. I don't, I, I've done what I've done so that you wouldn't have to make agreements. Wouldn't have to tie yourself to the... After a few seconds, she masters herself and kind of... <sighs> Tell me what it is you agreed to. Well, TMR did that. Or, Fenris did that. Damn it! <laughs> Kiamar's another character in another Drink. game. Fenris. <laughs> Fenris is this game. I think every uh, time anybody calls Darcy by the wrong character name, we should make a drinking game. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> we should. We should. Um, but it's easier to probably mix up Darcy because multiple characters. But... Um, so when you get here, you can talk to Fenris. I believe. I, I believe it's okay. It's not. I trust Fenris, most of the time. For his sake, I hope he hasn't overpromised. I will. I am on my way right now. It may take me. An hour, but I'll be there. You. Well, we don't have much time, and we have to. At the crypt. I'm with Lulu, we have to fix Lulu. All right. I am on my way, and I will be there within the hour. Well, I got my mom. <laughs> All right. With that, the tree. The raining embers from the leaves burn away, and the, the trunk itself disappears into the fog and the mist and the smoke. And your mother takes a step back, and the last thing you see, um, besides these massive feathered wings, the silhouette in the, in the dim light, you see these sickeningly greenish-blue glowing eyes peering out at you from her face and she steps back into the mist, and you are back staring at Lulu at the corpse of the old man. All right. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything for an hour? <laughs> you can have a short rest if you want. Dermita will take one. All right. So what's her plan here? And she is going to show up. We're going to get Lulu back. Do we know what's happening next? So we won't have much time, right. right? Right. We find the location. 
location right. of the Citadel of Blood? Or the yeah. Sword of yeah. That's not that's not talk too much about it. No, don't. Do not speak it. Ears are everywhere. The sword or the citadel? Both. Cool. I'm just saying, if we don't know where we're going, then maybe we, maybe we, a little premature here. We don't have time to be looking for it afterwards. Uh, who's got the map, actually? Uh, Fenris has it right now. Can we take a look at the map? I mean, they've held out on us so far, but maybe. You'd be my guest. Over. And yep. yeah, I passed over. Cool. You, you take a close look at the map of Avernus, the mutterings of the mad cartographer. Uh, it's a bit distracting because when the mad cartographer uh, begins to speak, you get this other buzzing on the in on the abyssal side of your helm. This <laughs> almost this deep-throated... <laughs> just on the edge of hearing. All right, you see the map, um, and you have a... You remember there was a vague sense of being near the Bleeding Citadel when you were perched atop Haraman's Hill. But... Uh, I've never been to Haraman's Hill. Well, across from Haraman's Hill. Sure. You stayed in the Infernal Machine not too far away. But besides Uh, that... All right, cartographer. Do you know where we're heading? (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right so so look over at Fenris because you're just like don't talk about it so i'm like should i not talk about it maybe i shouldn't yeah. all right to you. all right felice is busy poking around this crypt ben coom what do you uh oh he's so and with that as you await yeah, I think, the arrival I think with, like, police, we hear this, like, like, you, you already alluded to it earlier, right? Um, so probably she's been a little bit, like, behind everyone, actually. Um, and kind of, like, maybe a bit slower than usual, because, you know, she's, you know, she's already slow, but, like, kind of like, ah, nope, don't do, don't do that. Um, uh, and sort of, like, arguing with herself as she sort of makes her way down. Um, uh, struggling with what's going on there no problem i think at one time we hear like a like no better than took that don't uh, do not <laughs> close your mouth around her um or something like that there are plenty of bodies around i'm just saying all right and with that we're gonna take a little break when we come back we'll find out what darmida's mom has got going on <laughs> all right internet um, I already mentioned just a quick little shout out as we go to our break screen. Um, I am interested in an evil name, just just one in the bank, something evil. And uh, no, I don't know. Uh, and other than that, we'll be back in. What do you need? Ten? Let's take ten. I have to do the uh, puppies. Oh, okay, let's let's take ten. Let's take fifteen minutes, and when we return, we will find out what Darmida's mom has got going on. I know I made that joke, but it was worth it twice. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't worth it. Bail! Welcome back. Let's begin. In Avernus, awaiting the arrival of a fallen undead Deva, you all take stock, you all make plans, 
say what's been on your minds for a little while, or sit in silence, contemplating what has passed, what is to come. And now, you meet back in the main room as there seems to be a bit of a bit of a fuss going on as we begin to see some of the ghosts flitting back and forth, back and forth. And eventually you hear that stone door. Then silence. And then the undead Deva, right hand of, well, not quite the exact right hand of Zariel, but one of Zariel's henchmen walking forward. Nishida stands before you looking pretty wrecked. She's She's an undead deva. She is, the feathers are rotten and blackened in places, skeletons sticking through in other places. Um, she's, she's rough. And yet, there's still a, a, a hint of the celestial beauty just hanging, hanging on her. And the, the resemblance is uncanny with Darmida. Same shape, face, same height. Those who've seen Darmida, even very similar wings. And she's with you. I came as quick as I could. All right. This is it then. This is everyone. I. I, uh. Remember me. You. The guy who killed you. I do recall a certain mall slamming into my. Oh, that's you! Yeah, just. Uh, well, didn't want to be awkward about it. Mission not accomplished. Anyway. Are we ready? Are we really going to stand against... And... Wait, what is he doing here? And she points over towards Skrix, who's like, hanging out in the corner, trying to pet and catch the tesserim that, uh, uh, little Felice, uh, Felice's little cat familiar thing. Um, and it flaps away and it's running like, Hey, come on, come on, just one little bite! Not you two now either. I have enough trouble trying to get Berman to not eat you. Come on. Back. All right. Am I back in the room with them? Or yeah. am I still just alone you with... You step out and you heard her and Ben Coombe talking. Okay. You step out of the little side chamber. Then I'm going to just kind of... Sort of gently slap Skrix on the back of the head. Okay. Stay in line. I might wouldn't dream of anything else. <laughs> Alright. What do you want to do? Do you want her to... The weapon of choice. We are looking for it. At yes. that point, I'll kind of hush everybody. And look at, give her a look to do her. Oh, the, yeah. 
Mm. Oh, sorry, wrong voice. Sorry, rented lips. Um, to quote Rob Williams. All right. Um, so she spends a few seconds and takes a deep breath and goes, and raises one of her hands and arcs across, and this ever so slight shimmer just pulses out through the um, kind of filling the halls as these little sparkles that are hanging in the air um, around. Which is that should hold prying ears for the moment. Those from without. Let's be cautious to not overshare. You lived up to your end of the deal, and I do owe you a certain location. I will tell it. I will point it out to anyone who needs to know. Um, as to your Lulu, it will take some time to raise him. And once I do, let's just say it's unlikely I'll be welcomed back into the legions of hell. So with this had better count. Is that what All you right, want? Then. Yeah. I'll I'll ask for the map from Henrietta to have her pointed out. I'll pass it over. Alright, Fenris. Oh, that's really quiet. I don't know what happened. There, that. Alright, Fenris. Here. Nestled between these two this volcano and this mountain. The northern ridge. Right there. And she points out a spot just for um just for you to see. And kind of she makes a point not to show the others. Uh and she whispers in Fenris's ear. I sincerely hope you are prepared for this. I also hope you didn't sell my daughter to Belle. That is not happening. Good. See that it doesn't. All right. It will take me an hour, maybe a little longer, to raise Lulu. We'll follow along. It's easy. it's best if we do it here. But you can start heading for your destination if you wish. I can follow along as soon as Lulu is up and meet you there. That might buy a little bit of extra time. I don't really know what... I don't really know what will happen when Zariel knows that I am turned. So I, as, as she's kind of, or she's about to exit, I don't know if I have all the rods. I'm sure I have at least one of them. But I'm going to let her, like, take a, like, a scan to say, oh. 
Okay, so you show yeah. the rods, uh, the adamantine yeah. rods, to... Not in a way that Skrix can't see it, because he doesn't okay. know. Right. Right. Um, okay. Interesting. Uh, can I get you to roll a d100 for me? <laughs> okay. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. She looks at them for a few seconds, almost un... Well, hold on one sec. And... What do you think that is? She... She asks you. Mean to control something that could help us to help a certain place exit. And who knows that you have that? If it is what I think it is and you have more of them. Yes. Yes. Nine? And yes. And person definitely does not know. <laughs> huh. Well then. This may... Huh. Well done, boy. I see my daughter has found... Good company. We may. She at that she stands back, um, kind of done, uh, kind of telling you what you need to know, and she's she's clearly thinking carefully about what she just saw, um, and she's trying to put the pieces together, uh, but she doesn't quite know exactly what to do with all that at the moment. But it's beginning. You can see the wheels are turning. All right, um, so up next, uh, she goes and she goes into the talks to Darmida and tells her the, basically the same thing. You've all heard um, it'll take about an hour. Um, it takes a little while to communicate this because she doesn't want to speak too openly in front of uh, Skrix, but it'll take about an hour to resurrect Lulu, but you now know the location of where you are headed. So, um, if you're careful, that might be, um, it's pretty far, but that might be a good thing to be on the move. Or you can wait until she's ready to travel with you. The choice is yours. Well, one of the things that Darmida's been thinking about is timing. And this is gonna kind of be one of those situations where it's boom, Boom. Kapow. Right. Um, so, keeping in mind, we're not all at full power. No. So you could wait if you want. We want to proceed. I'm at. I'm at full power. I got full. <laughs> Always at full power. I'm. I'm talking not just of health. 
I'm talking of other means as well. Resources. Yeah, I'm pretty. We our resource economy this last week has been. I believe you. You do have time. You don't have to start the resurrection, but once you do, it's kind of. We have to make a move. Yeah. It's that's why I'm saying I want to bring it up now to Fenris. We have most of my power except for my big, my big spell. It's no problem. Me too. Well, if you want to take a long rest, Darmita can wait. Or Nashida can wait. That's about totally fine. Like, um, a tug at like I don't know what she's wearing, but like whatever sort of like garment she's wearing, there's like a tug at it, and she looks down, sees Felice, like, "Hello, Nashida, was it? I have some questions about where we're going." Yes. One. Well, um, I have a few ways of get, getting there that I would love to experience with if, if it's possible. Um, do, do you know the location well enough to find them? Um... Well, I know that they're few and far between down here, but you don't have no trees. Do you have anything that maybe is uh, uh, that you could point out in the area? I could. You, you want a tree? Most of them haven't <laughs> haven't grown or been green in centuries, but there are a few little spots, garden oases. I know of two. Well, if that is um, if the, the one was close enough to us and one is close enough to our destination, uh, that 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 would be very good if you could um. Show them to me in any sort of way. I have. The, I don't know if you have such capabilities to share memories. And there's a there's a little burst of telepathy kind of beamed into your head, so you can see pictures as she's sharing them with you. Um, most cool. of them are truly terrifying. You will have nightmares tonight. <laughs> nice. All right. So you you get the idea that if you go to the Bone Brambles, which is not that far away, there are trees there, and there is an oasis that she points out, which is not too far from Haruman's Hill. Actually, um, you were actually at an oasis near there. Hmm. And well, she points it out on the map. Depending on the, how, how far everything is... Um... It would definitely cut time off, so if you want to do it, that would do it. So can I, like, step out of character for a bit and ask you? I don't know, like, it's weird because I don't know how we'd actually infer distance and compare routes of method, but, um... Well, I guess judging... We could do both. Where she... <laughs> yeah, you could... If you were to... I'm assuming you say uh, transportation ver- via plants? Yeah. So this would get you uh, most of the way across the plains, and then it would right. be that last little stretch from essentially not the far from. The alternative method Bell. would be to windwalk, and it can turn everyone into air, and we can fly there. Uh, and that just sounds fun to me. And I guess I could do both either one. It, it is up to you. Enough. They'd probably be uh, pretty yes. similar in timing. Hmm. Actually, you can cast the one first because it's non concentration, lasts eight hours. So yeah, we could then fly to the bone brambles, go through, come back out. Yeah, no, that's the one. Boom. All right. So nice. Felice is very excited to get an opportunity. She's been like learning new druidic magic in hell and hasn't been able to use any of it yet because she's been like stuck in like I mean, you know, they're traveling from place to place in the wandering bazaar, but like she's still like, you know, 
she's she's doing stuff there. She's not absolutely gallivanting across hell, and she's very excited to try it. So the rest of them have all been like racking their brains trying to figure out, oh, how are we going to? And then you're just like, um, I have the way. So you guys, we can do that as a smash cut, even. So uh, when you do, you okay? So if you take the long rest, then you will pull the trigger and yep, she'll begin resing. You'll get moving. Yep. Yeah, so I need to... All right. Let's jump to that. So the next morning, you have an, a relatively uncomfortable night laying in the crypts, just hoping that this is not your final resting place. Um, as you are, as you are uh, awoken in what you presume is the morning, although there has been no light change, um, you you see Nishida standing there in exactly the same spot she was when you when you went to sleep in a in a corner in the crypt, and um, the only difference now is she's holding um, she's holding an urn, this massive urn. Uh, you you recognized some of those before, having disturbed a few in your time, um, as we say, morally ambiguous. Um, so anyway, she's sta- holding one with one hand just unreal strength on this on this creature that she is and she puts it down as she sees you're awake and she says it's morning or as close as we're going to get to it it is time I won't it could take some time for me to catch up myself and Lulu will meet you as quick as we can however I don't know. That which is celestial tends to attract the worst kinds of infernal and abyssal fiends. And where you're going has long been scabbed over. They call it the scab. The infernal plane reaching up as almost an armor festering wound in the in the plane. And it is crawling with all kinds of demonic or devilish. They fight over it. So, I'm... I don't like the idea of sending you alone. I thought this place was hidden. Is that not... It is hidden, but there are those who stumble upon it as hmm. as many locations here, as an item of curiosity and it has a whiff of the celestial and as such people don't know what is inside but you will find things there trying to get in I would know if they have breached it they have not but not for want of trying so if you would I would send one of my own with you. Sure. I trust them. They fought with me on the way to hell, through it, and best of all, they are promised not to Zaria. That would have been my question. Here. And she puts down this massive urn with this resounding boom. Being my own, 
I don't think Zaria will be able to tell. Arise. And she turn she turns and whispers over this urn, just in this cadre of various languages. Arise, arise, promise one. Come, come back to me. Arise. And first the hands, then the head covered in dust and ash presses up through this large urn. This thing is, you know, almost of two feet in diameter. Up, crawling out of these ashes, assembling and just kind of stretching out. Is this, is this being a human by the look of things? But there's something, there's something animalistic, animalistic about them. Uh, a male, and stands tall, and then right now naked, but then after a nod, greets the former commander, and begins to find equipment on the walls, and ready themselves. Kootenai, welcome to Female. the stream. Female. Female, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. I didn't catch that slightly pertinent detail. All right, welcome to the stream. Sorry it took a little while to get in on there. We're making some plans. All right, so you now meet. Do you want to describe uh, for us there, Kootenai? Or Donnie? My name is Velvet. I'm a Hengayakai. I am old... Oriental Adventures. I go into wolf form. I have three forms of it. I can both go full human with one, two exceptions as in human form. My eyes are of canine form and I have a tail that I cannot hide. I can go half and half. My upper torso is in human form. My lower half is in wolf form. Or I can go full-fledged winter wolf. And you've all seen this as as this um, uh, being kind of readied themselves from a long rest from within this urn. So you now have a new companion with you. All right, now we're going to smash cut because Carl's got to hit stuff tonight. All right, <laughs> smash cut all together now. You are uh, on your way for the Sword of Zeriel. Did we get the long rest? Yep, you can go ahead and With click the that. Smash cut. Smash okay. cut. Twenty or however long later, ten hours later, let's say. Um, yeah. Your mom is beginning. Uh, she'll give you as long as she can, but she's gonna she's gonna give you a little while. You end up um, that next day, um, starting off on infernal machines, going to the bone brambles, where you then abandon your infernal machines. Okay, Darcy. In the morning, when we're meeting, <laughs> um, Velvet was it? Yes. Yeah. Um, Felice is is very um, busying herself. She needs to spend some time communing with with the area around her to, to prepare her spells because she didn't have spell prepared plans prepared. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we see her like well, light a bonfire, just sort of like like throwing her hands um and then she pulls out a little flask of um holy water um which i assume i don't have all my holy water still but i, I looked at my character sheet and i had like a ton of holy water yeah, yeah, for she's, some she's stocked up 
underneath LTRL. Yeah. And so and that's one of the Mishima components, uh, it turns out. Uh, and pour that into the fire, and as the like the steam comes out, it's like weird holy water fire steam. Um, everyone breathes it in, and we are imbued with um, Windwalk um, as a... Uh, you can take one minute to turn into uh, an, a, a sort of a, a wind form, and while in your wind form, you can move at I think it's three hundred feet around. Yeah, it's real quick um, without dashing, so like more than that. Um, and then as another minute, you can go back, and you can go back and forth as much as you want. It just takes a minute each time. Um, and then we're like, all right, <laughs> to the bone brambles. All um, right, then yeah. So we don't need to bring the machines. No. So you take them as far as the bone brambles, if you want, or you can leave them here. It's your choice. Yeah, I, I wanted to leave them here. If people disagree sure. with that plan, that's fine. That was All what right. police wanted. So you do wind walk to the bone brambles. You get there. You see, uh, you have to keep each other in sight, but you see um, police become this uh, corporeal again uh, at the base of this large tree. Then mm-hmm. she... She casts another spell in front of this massive tree, keeping in mind yeah, that which was shared by Zeriel. Um, the tree begins yeah. to and tear, and rather than what's on the other side, um, the tops of the branches still do touch, like uh, where they fork, but there's this large opening, and you can all go through it. And on the other side is a different landscape. You, you're looking out over, over the sticks, um, and you are now much, much closer to your des- destination. After a few moments, just kind of orienting yourselves, um, you hear something behind you, and you turn around and you see these velvet, uh, not velvet, but these um, uh, silk robes, red robes wrapped around this beautiful feminine form as the succubus comes out of the church where you once slept, standing next to this massive tree that was once part of the beautiful plane of Avernus before it was hell. And she looks at you all and says, Huh. Well. Good luck. Femis. You know, you seem busy, but, uh, you're always welcome back. I believe we... If you survive, look me up. We're on a bit of a schedule, dear. Sorry. <laughs> and with that, you turn back into wind form, and this time it's actually Velvet that takes the lead. Um, Velvet, you've been to what you called the scab before. Nishida never really told you what it was you were scouting, but you've been here before as part of a, a, a hunting party for demons that sometimes sweep across the land. You to what Ares sent me here for. Exactly. And you guide them right to it, along with Fenris looking at the map uh, when needed, but you lead them across. Uh, out after you zip across the plains and across some mountains and past the sticks, just hovering as the water is just below you, you see ahead this mound, this festering wound, just pulsing red and black and brown on the plain. A great, disgusting scab the size of a massive hill rises up from a stinking swamp of blood. The domed top of the alabaster temple pokes out through the very top of the scab. 
many black iron chains of Avernus converge near this building, attaching within the grotesque, pulsing mound. The exposed portions of the bleeding citadel, impenetrable, indestructible, a curiosity on the plains for most, but the resting place, as you know, of the Sword of Zeriel. You see before you this hill, and it looks like this massive climb, a 300 feet high, the lower half, maybe more, covered in this scab that's as hard as rock. You see these little ant-like creatures roaming about in little packs here and there. Demons picking away at the scab, burrowing, digging. The upper part, the upper 200 feet, is about is newer, softer, weeping wounds. This part of the scab is more spongy. You can tell a distance is softer. Um, and up at this distance, it's, it's a hard climb, so not very many things are up on the top. You could enter the scab. The most obvious way is through the top. You could climb or just wind walk your way up there. Once you get there, you find yourselves looking at this festering wound just about maybe 50 feet before it turns into this alabaster, um, just pure white stone. No seams or anything. It looks like it was grown out of the, out of the, the plane. You see a gaping wound near the top that forms a tunnel descending in down towards the base of where these, with these, um, uh, towers and, uh, and temples would be on a diagonal. You've entered the scab. Do I notice any other types of creatures around here? Mm, add a, do a perception check for me. Uh, and someone else can. Okay. Or give I need your help. I need your help, Bella. <laughs> okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to go into your uh, character sheet. Oh, wait a second. And... Let me pop open share screen. Oh, yeah. you don't have to share screen. No? Okay. No. Just switch over to it. Yeah, just go into another window into your character sheet and okay. scroll down to your perception. You're going to click on uh, the perception and then scroll up. Have you enact, uh, enabled your Beyond 20 yet? If not, that's okay. You can roll in the D&D Beyond. All right, I'm going to need uh, a marching Todd order will still while they see that. that out. Yeah, I don't see perception. Skills. Uh, it it should be in your skills list, so it should be the second okay, uh, long is. column over, and then go all the way down. So just click on it, and then on the right, it'll open up a new screen on the right, and you'll have to scroll up a little bit, and then you can it'll say um, roll it. If you've if, done if it, not, if you've just, activated being beyond twenty, it'll go gravity. into the. If it's working, yeah. um, you could also roll for him and just take the, the base die rolls and he can add the modifiers. Okay. Actually, I can do, I can, I have his character sheet, so. Uh, not this one, you don't. Oh, you oh, might. This, if it's in the campaign, I have it, yeah. All right. I add my bonus to it as well. Yep. Uh, it'd be yeah. a 21 then. 21. Nice. Okay. So on the way in, okay. you picked up a few roving. It looks it looks like 
uh, internet, I would love to have that evil name. It looks like um, there are several bill. Uh, I'm gonna bullzos. Um, these weird, almost goat-like, strange creatures. You do know from previous experience there was a hag who layered here named Yiggleblight. Um, but you haven't seen her in some time, so you d you know about those two, and you see these these five creatures kind of crawl in through this one uh, one hole. All right, uh, let's dive in. And can everybody, um, or most of you, can see the map? What type of creature is she? Um, she's a night uh, hag, but you haven't seen her yet. Fiend? But you know she's a here. Fiend? She is a fiend, yeah. Okay. All right. You you see these tunnels extending down. Uh, it forks in three directions just beyond the entrance. I'm going to need a marching order, please. Uh, my guess is Darmida would be right up in front as the kind of and since I've been here terrain before, person. I might as well go with you. Okay. Yep. That's fair. So is Darmida. Is somewhere obvious that we're heading and we can just go there still windwalk or if we like landed somewhere and been like okay we need to talk about this where are we going um these tunnels within although velvet has right. been so to the to, outside like, the mouth of the scab got it cool that yeah makes sense. so and right. they're also changing all the time uh part of the scab might break open and it might heal apart and then other parts the, the demons or devils might burrow in um it's hard to tell it's a bit of a maze within all right so you are just within the tunnel here. I'm going to try something if I can. Sure. Um, Henrietta is going to walk forward once we've all like recorporealized. Mm -hmm. And uh, put a hand on her shield and try to locate object on the sword. Oh, That she right. once held herself in a dream. Ooh, okay. Um, what is the range on that? I think it's a thousand feet. Not okay. probably enough, but it might be. Uh, for locate object, it's uh, a thousand feet. You Within... concentrate on your shield, yeah. and I need you to do a D100 roll for me, Darcy. Sure. Can, also, can I do? Check my find attack just because I might as well. No, don't oh, get it. Cool. Of course. Um, can I do something sure. to bolster that yeah, before we yeah. know what's going on? Yeah. What do you want to do? Would you allow me, because I also have locate object. Okay. So you'd like to basically aid. You'll both have to yeah. put in the spell slot, though. But you can. That's fine. Okay. Sure. You can what do it with advantage. That? Second level. No, How'd you do? How'd you do there, Darcy? I got a 60 in my D100. I only rolled one. Was I supposed to roll two for a Nope, that's fine. Delivery? I would like... Uh, okay, so you concentrate for a second, just wondering if this will work, and just you touch the, the holy symbol emblazoned on your shield, and just... And you, this... Um, it doesn't make any noise, but it's almost like a, an echolocation, just pulse of silent, invisible energy, just... It stretches out from you. Uh -huh. And after a few seconds, you start to lose hope. No. It must not be... It's far. 
but it's within a thousand feet. Ooh. It is. But only give you direction. Almost directly perpendicular. Not perpendicular, sorry. Almost directly on the diagonal. And it's. You get a distance as well in the bottom right hand corner of this map. Um, and it, the distance is about 600 feet. This direction. Is what you're saying? Directly in the direction of the bottom right corner. Cool. Can't see no map. <laughs> I'll All see right. what I can do about that, but in mm-hmm. a bit. That's later times. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep my eye open for this see, this hag that you were telling me about. I have purpose for her. Fair enough. All right. Mm. I see no reason to um, make any commotion. We. Head in that direction. We should get there. Are All you right, can me, I get or... everybody to do a stealth check for me, please? Well, I, I'm, I'm saying we should go as air. Um, uh, oh, I see. Is, do we all agree? Because we need to stick together, right? Like, we're going to lose each other otherwise. We're basically invisible. We're air. That's if we fair. still have the ability, I think it's way smarter to just Last eight hours. Fast. Yeah. All right. Invisible. Um, right. Yeah. You could easily lose track of each other, so I'm going to need... I'm going to need a... Perception check from everyone. Okay. Stop your shit, stealth. Um. Well. All right. Uh, we'll we'll deal with that in a second too. Perception. All right. I'm using. <laughs> I'm using a lock. <laughs> but why? Oh. <laughs> oh boy. That two doesn't do it for you. What is a two? I not really good didn't want to. I didn't want to blow a luck on this <laughs> stupid oh, ass. I should have cleared which these two it was. I, get, I didn't denote it properly. I got a fifteen. All right. So the uh, Darcy. Um, My first roll was Henrietta, and she really isn't. No, she to knows other people. where She's to go. Going to the place and other, in order to keep her. track of others. Um, and the twenty-one is Felice. Sure. Sure. And Valerie? Oh 18. Oh boy. Nice. Gordon? Or sorry, Fenris? 14. 14? 14. Yeah. Okay. Darmida. And, and Darmida. Darmida. With four. Hello, Darmida. Just lay a hand on me. Um, <laughs> problem is you're I'm all wind. Also, I'm in wolf form. All right. So did Darmida also cast the spell? She did. So I did. Here's what happens. You begin to just... <laughs> as mist, as these strange, almost non-corporeal beasts just zipping through, almost in the perfect line, just boom, boom, passing by um, at about this point, almost at the speed of thought. You you see, Darmida especially, sees a whole bunch of these little demonic creatures, uh, dretches, digging away at this one... You kind of come under this one section, it's been tunneled and opened up, in this large mound, and these dretches are just pounding away on this almost rock-hard... Um, if you didn't know better, you would think it was stone, but it's it's this what was once a festering wound hardened into rock-hard uh, scab. Uh, you um, get a little distracted at that point, and, and Dar- uh, Darmida gets separated as she slows down, noticing this. Felice, uh, you notice that the form that was Darmida didn't continue, but Henrietta is hell-bent, so to speak, 
on getting to the destination. So Hen Hel Henrietta boom, appears in this last chamber. It's it's a massive with this stalactite. What's the one from the ceiling? I always get that mixed tight. up. Tight. Yeah, tight. tight. Yeah, tight. these stalactites dangling from the ceiling of this um, chamber. Um, and you can see this wall of this white stone with this massive gate opened in there. And you see this collection of these various demons, um, uh, Burzaus and, uh, and then Nafeshni, I think I'm saying that right, just taking turns, just pounding on this door and then waving over, trying various magics on this massive door. Um, you also, uh, so where did, uh, wow, way back there. Okay, Valerie, <laughs> right in there and just appears next to um, where, hold on, next to, uh, well, you see this giant scab and with your perception check of 18, you can tell there is something contained just inside the scab wall where you see, you look at it and it's almost translucent and you see something for a second and then this massive eye opens up on the other side of this little, uh, of this, you know, good five foot thick layer of stone, um, stone-like scab being chipped away by this dredge. So that's right where you are there, Fellery. And you can see right. something moving on the other side. Um, it's this massive, massive creature on the other side. With 21, Belize, you also see this massive creature. Um, Fenris, with Can't your 14. Valerius? Okay. Um, Just if I'm following. With wait, this... did... Um, mm -hmm. Sorry to interrupt. Um, That's okay. Did... Darmida veer off down the other hall or um, just get stuck here? Um, she veered oh, off around. the wrong way um, thinking, oh, I'll go around that and see. So she ends up a little bit over here. Um, okay. Meanwhile, I'll just move these guys over. You had no problem. Uh, ben Kumsar, what was yours again? Oh, 24. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you so, see... Police will go follow uh, to keep an eye on. Sure thing. So, um, the five of you, so Fenris, Fallery, Ben Coombe, Velvet, and Henrietta all head down the one passage, but no. Felice and Darmida end up going down the wrong way. Uh, Felice only because she chose to, because she managed to spot Darmida going the wrong way. Uh, ben Coombe, actually, you had a choice because you could see both of them. Do you want to follow? Darmida, or go with Fenris? I will do my best to make sure Ben Coombe's character sticks with Darmida so that they can easily make narrative decisions should I <laughs> have to All right. I was right alongside of her, so I would have seen her go in that direction. I'm, and as a wolf, I'm going to be able to smell her scent. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. So would you I'm, rather go with Darmida I'm or Henrietta? I'm going to make sure she doesn't get lost. All right. You were sent by her mom, after all. So, yeah, off sense. you go. We, we've split the party. Uh, I've accomplished my goal. Um, so, we got four on <laughs> one side, goal. three on the other, and I'm just gonna... Um, Henrietta's just in the entrance to that next chamber there. And the and Fenris and Fallery have noticed this massive creature hidden inside the rock. Um, 
All right. Good luck. What do you want to do? Okay. Well, cool. we got got lost where we were at. What do we do? What do we see? So, Darmida, you begin to try to press your way through, and it's an incredibly it's a good thing your wind form you just passed, and you, you see the chamber opens up ahead of you, and in front of you, Darmida, and the rest of the Darmita crew, you see these creatures ahead. You can hear them. There's a massive. Wait, hold on, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> nope, that's the right thing. Okay, so in this corner, you see in the middle, on the far side uh, from your where your current perspective is, you, Darmida and the rest of you, see um, a, <clears throat> pardon me, a nine-foot-tall statue of a hulking biped with clawed hands and feet, and it stands on the floor of the chamber. Um, several vulture-like demons, but massive, and a handful of gnolls all cackle and dance around this statue. Entering in here, they would see you, which means you would have to, um, you would have to, uh, basically pause, or they would at least get attacks of opportunity on you. They see wind form? Uh, currently, yes. Yeah, they could... They can still hit you. Yeah, that's true. But they can't do damage with non-magical items. But what's the odds they don't have non-magical? Okay, we're in hell. So um, pretty high. Very few things do. Um, but uh, you make a good point about being able to hit people. So I'm as police. I'm going to try and grab uh, Darmida and sort of just like I don't. I assume we can't speak. I didn't say we can't in the spell, but it just that just feels correct to me. Um, so I'm trying to like nudge and pull and be like, mm-hmm. um, um, all right. So Felice is tugging at your arm, and Darmida's taking stock of the five rocks kind of pressed into this small chamber in front of you. It's it's only about you know forty feet across, um, irregular shape. And they seem to be worshipping at the foot of some kind of, or dancing around some kind of terrible, almost gnoll-like creature uh, statue. So can I, because I did cast my um, locate yep. as well. Yep. Um, and not sure, because Darcy didn't do the d20, like the advantage, so... I'm um I will do 100. So I don't know. Or D100, sorry, yeah. yeah. So would I be able to kind of figure out oh, You can shit. sense exactly where the sword is. And we're not going that way. And well, well we actually are. you are. It's yeah. directly oh. in the direction I'm pinging, but ever it's okay. pivoted ever since. Oh, so I can't slightly. see. Oh, sorry. So sorry. I'm in another window. Directly do um southeast basically from where you are directly towards the corner of the map and at this point it's probably only about 300 feet away maybe a little less yeah okay so you can see the entrance exit uh to this chamber that you want to go through but there's a whole bunch of rocks waiting for you in between not waiting but like dancing around that would probably notice you go through it would notice us go through and okay can 
So in this form, mm -hmm. um, because I don't know this spell, Wind Walk. Um, Not super clear. It doesn't say, yeah. like, replace your statistics. or It says you can't take actions other than dash and turn back into a normal person. And that's that takes okay. a minute. So yeah. then we can't... That you would mean we it. can't cast a spell. No. You can't cast a spell. No. All right. Um... I mean, we can find a spot where there is nobody and we can take them in and change back if we need to. That, I that say we go back to here. Wind walk back to here. Trance uh, change back and All right. Sure. Then um, I would suggest we use pass with I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't Absolutely. know if that would even work in this. All right. How dark is it? In, uh, yeah, so if you, doesn't... if you pull back, right, like the direction yeah. I'm trying to pull you as Felice, and I see you start to, like, revert, then she will as well, so that mm -hmm. then you can communicate yeah. and we can talk about it. Absolutely. The yeah. rest of Ben Coom yeah. also sees and starts com uh, converting back as well. Yeah, I can't, I don't have, ac uh, I can't actually move Ben Coom. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll switch yeah. that token. in a sec. Yeah. But yeah. he's in the same so, room with you, converting, concentrating. Be solid. Drop the solid. <laughs> you can hear this strange ethereal muttering as he as he concentrates on mm -hmm. becoming um, uh, corporeal again. Yeah. We try and pull back before we do that. Of uh, course. going to take a minute. Uh, yeah. What's going on in the other hall? You said that we saw something like sure in the thing. wall, not not in the like chamber we're heading to, but like in All the right. wall. So just prior to the chamber you're going to, uh, Fellery, Fenris, and Henrietta all spot. Um, uh, well, Henrietta's drawn like a lure straight towards yeah, this door. To uh, but Fenris and Fellery both see through this weaker section, this narrow section right along, right along this side of the wall is almost translucent. And um, in like a clear kind of Pussy, you know, semi-translucent scab that's hardened into rock, and you can see this massive creature, this bulbous eye, and these teeth just row upon row of two, like toothy maw. That's right, I said it, and I say it unapologetically. You sound unapologetic. I, a I, toothy yep. maw is a good maw. All right, so you see that through the wall and it's just like it's bigger than any demon you've seen it is it is shocking how big that and dangerous looking that thing is all right it's sealed behind that wall it appears to be and the dretches are busy trying to chip it out yeah uh henrietta's trying to find like like she's trying to get close and I mean she's gonna be wary of things that might be able to notice her but she's trying to like find a spot that is like basically she's trying to find full cover to like to, begin know. to revert well the idea that we want to group back like regroup and, and sure figure out what um, the next step is your best um, bet is that I, little... I have eyes on the thing I don't really see it I guess I try and get closer so I can see it because you've given us this very nice vision 
Um, so I'm so going to just sort of keep going. You go wisping forward through the dark, just that pull of the lure of that location. Yeah. You can feel the Sword of Zerial within a hundred feet right now. And then in the dim light, you see these demonic shapes, these Belzaos, and you see this massive, um, almost boar-like uh, uh, Nalfeshni directing them. I don't know that you can understand Abyssal. Uh, Henry doesn't know any okay. of the and lower languages. Fortunately, you can fly, so you're like, Whoo! and you go, and you're hovering up next to this massive stalactite dangling down, and you realize, oh, this is blood. This is dripping, and it is it is a giant blood icicle hanging from the ceiling. Uh, and right, these things are swarming over this um, over this entrance. And it's these double brass doors stand in an exposed wall of the scab. A relief image on the door depicts a blindfolded angel wielding a sword. And carved into the doorframe are these beautiful gold inlaid runes. Um, probably about six or seven goat-headed demons with barbed tails are busy throwing themselves at against this door in this fury, and a corpulent ape or boar-like fiend with tusks and tiny little wings kicks at them, roaring commands in abyssal. They don't appear to have noticed you, at least not at the moment. Right, yeah, I'm like ceiling-wise as opposed to yeah. where I physically And it is like big. Those. It goes There's up no about feet, 60 feet. Yeah. <laughs> It's about 60 cool. feet up um, at the very yeah. top. I don't know how to proceed there. I, I didn't expect them to be trying to get through that door. Uh, that's... Okay, right. cool. What do you want to do? So she's trying... Uh, she's going to try and find, like, a spot that is looks to be safe-ish because I don't think that we can just scoot on in. Yeah. At the time. You, there's a tunnel. Out over here. There seems to be some sort of tunnel. Yep, you, you start heading towards that tunnel, and um, after a few seconds, you can hear... <laughs> as these maddened, weird-looking gnolls just appear to be scrambling around in there. Um, and it almost looks like they're pulsing and dancing and writhing um, and just bashing into each other. It's like a mosh pit in a tunnel. Okay, not that way. So I think I just sort of circle back to the initial tunnel Yep. and like feel like that's the safest spot. And, I don't know what everyone else as did you in that approach, moment. You Sorry see to, like, grab that. I don't know. Everyone just sort of stood there, but I, I yeah. Yeah, you can see to... Fenris there and uh, and Fallery a little bit. Just wispy shapes. The Dretch fortunately did not notice you pass. Yeah, I'm going to change back. All right, so you go into this narrow little passage and hope to God none of these Dretches come this way in the next minute as you concentrate and begin to become Corporal again. Cool. So to speak. Which means the other party would finish first. Yep. All right. Let's jump back. All right. Meanwhile. All right. Question for you, quick, Dodd, Todd. Yeah. What's up? When I come into the winter, the winter wolf, do you want me to use the winter wolf in the monster manual? Uh, sure. Yeah. If you want. Okay. All right. So I, I got to use the new stats. Absolutely. Are you in wolf form when you rematerialize? Yes. Okay. I, that's what I was to begin with. I'm going to give you the old direwolf. Oh. Um, it's going to be mildly confusing. It's a it's a tight squeeze in here as a winter yeah, wolf. I'm just letting is. you know. 
Be between you and Ben Coom, you pretty much fill this small room. Um, and then behind you is uh, Nishida. I'm oh, sorry, Darmida. And uh, and uh, I'm just going to put you in the wall here. Um, and Felice, uh, a little bit behind. Yeah, okay. when we managed to get in talking range again, he's yeah. like, You're back. I probably want to go the other way. They, they, there was a different path. They, they both. They... Shh. Please. You need to be quiet, okay? It's very quiet. dangerous. We're not alone here. I know that. That's why I'm saying go the other way. Let's go. Well, we may not have a choice. What we need is right there. Everyone went the other way. You look around and you can't see Fenris, you can't see Fallery, you can't see Henrietta. They don't appear to have... You're not sure where they are. Ben Coom... Oh, we, can, we can hear them? No, you can't hear them, but Ben no. Coom can hear something. He's like, wait, I hear something. And he puts his ear against the rock... What's he here? Uh, should I roll a perception? Sure. Fourteen. He hears an incredibly low rumbling, deep, big thing on the far side of this rock. And as he's putting his head next to it, the rest of you can see, uh, Velvet especially, sees Ben Coombe's head right above it. There's this massive foot that just with these talons that are all about, about half the size of him, and he's a Goliath. And you can just hear this thing growling and breathing on the far side. Shit. We gotta get out of here. We're not in Kansas anymore, Turtle. Oh, Jesus. Fluckery. It, um, now, there's plenty of noise coming from these rocks, which are busy like, and all these knolls, which are just pressing. And at, at this point, one of the knolls gets shoved back into the entrance, and Ben um, and Ben Coombe just take, get, gets hit by him on the arm, and he just shoves the knoll back, and it doesn't even look at him. It's just like, and just keeps going in, the, in this mad, weird... Um, orgy mosh pit knoll dance with these massive brocks shouldering their ways around as well. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and cast pass without a trace on all of us. Okay. And basically say, listen, Stay on the edges of the walls. We have to get around. We can't get through these things. Fucking hell. It is really <laughs> tight I mean, in there. We can they become gods again. They all seem to be like pressing themselves or dancing right How up next the to the ceiling. Oh, well, now that we have the. Can we become mist again? Yeah, we can go back and forth as much time as we want. Just yep. take And. We have the pass without trace if once we, we go into both. that mist. Yeah, you yep. can't cast a spell, but you can maintain it. Yep. You okay. can try. stick together, though, because of the it's, AOE of pass. We yeah. got to try to do that. 
Okay. So you begin to it's concentrate. Take some time. Um, yeah. The sixty seconds. Ben Coombe, if he's spotted by these gnolls, a, a bald, massive Goliath does not resemble a knoll at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I figured we were back like here, but yeah, you know, I thought we had pulled him back. <laughs> you didn't move uh, him, so, so Darius, <laughs> you pull him a little bit further back. Le- yeah, I just can't move his character. The Winter Wolf, which at least it's furry. And so what ends up happening is a few of the gnolls come into the room and start just shoving and laughing and hyenaing and it's they're intense and they start they take a good long look at Velvet who is kneeling there in uh, in wolf form and um and it's dim in here and they take a look at Velvet can I get you to roll a deception check for me, Velvet. Passive deception. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. Beats their thirteen. A few of them gibber at you and yelp and laugh and smack you and just howl and then turn back at each other they think you're some kind of dog-like creature not unlike themselves you're some kind of wolf type creature they don't seem to perceive you as a threat just another another strange being here and they turn and a few of them walk away but a few of them those one or two stay in the room but the rest of them, and you're blocking the path behind over to Darmida and the rest, who are pressed I'm gonna up against I'm going to snarl at them. And they snarl back, and one of them slaps the other one, and then they start dancing, and, they, and they're just very, they're worked into this drunken frenzy. <laughs> nice. Um, they're, yeah, they're, uh, they're definitely uh, on a bender, as it were. Okay. Well, so, they might be Based on what we've seen, Darmida's kind of banking on their... They're a little out of it. Mm-hmm. So she's really hoping that we can get past this. Absolutely. Yeah. Seems, seems reasonable. I right. have no sense of direction. <laughs> so as you are concentrating, let's jump back to the other group. Valerie, Fenris, and Henrietta, what do you want to do? Which one stayed in? Which one's go? All right, there's a back there. Looks like our destination, but um, wait, where where are the others? Did they uh, split up? We need to find oh. the others before we go forward. I agreed. I need to balance my voices. <clears throat> Father, are, are you able yeah. to go invisible and backtrack a bit and try to find locate the others? Yeah, we can do that. So, I will All use right. my action. When we got separated, we were in a rather larger chamber, correct? Yep. It was mm-hmm. forking and, and, and in the 300 speed motion, you ended up going different ways. I'm going to work I'm gonna edge Darmida and who else is with us? 
back to that direction. You can I mean, I was trying that, and the answer was no, I don't want to go backwards for some reason. So, <laughs> yeah. good luck, I guess. Well, she really we were, we were trapped. We have feels to go back. that it's just beyond that other. If they can, yeah, if she wants can just to go sneak forward. past. Armida wants to go, so she wants us to sneak through. And at the moment, you're the cork in the bottle, keeping the gnolls from noticing the others. If you want to press past them, you can. I'll press slowly with it then. All right. The rest so of them are busy concentrating. Without becoming be air anyway, just because of your size. Yeah. If so you become a normal person. I don't know how fast that takes. Yeah. You're able to transform back into human form pretty easily, yeah? At will, yes. Okay. So you're going to need to do that and then start concentrating for one minute. I'm smaller in wolf form. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I thought you were big. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a winter wolf. Oh, I see. Sorry, I'm a little, a little off. On, I have a dire. You wolf said a winter maybe. wolf, and a winter wolf. They're, is they're about the same size. They're the same size as I am in human form. All right, there okay. we go. I, I was, I was a medium. Mini. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in a medium size. There you go. There in, you go. In, in either way. There you go. So oh, okay. You can start concentrating, and after a minute, you guys, I'm assuming, are going with the go, go fart, and hope nobody notices. Um, all right, Valerie, yeah, do a stealth check for on. me. We're trying to be all... All right. Stealth it is. Ooh. Oh, and you have advantage, because you can be invisible. All right. Then. Whoa. It's a 30. Yep. Nice. Damn. Rolling right. in 16 plus 14. You're feeling pretty confident, my friend, about not being noticed by these... I mean, let's be honest. They're dretches. They are the dumbest of of the abyssal creatures as they're, they're just there for labor. All right. You see all these digging demons. Um, here where you are, the scab transitions from being soft and spongy to hard as rock. Um, you see around you... Um, about ten snarling demons back up the hall from whence you came, covered in matted gray fur. They claw and bite at these scrabbly hard floors. Um, a demon made of shadow flies over the smaller fiends, screaming at them in abyssal. So you see this other shadow demon as you get between these other two, and it just kind of pokes its head around the corner. It is no stupid uh, dretch. It doesn't see you yet, but if if you try to go this way, it might. As you try to backtrack to find where the others went, you can also do other tricks if you want to. There's a, it's quite um, dark in here. Uh, thankfully, you've got goggles, so you can see in the dark. Battery, what do you uh, want to do? I can also teleport sixty feet to another location with dim light, so. Oh, that's pretty much anywhere in here. So, anywhere that you see, you can go ahead and teleport to. I'll With... teleport behind the, the shadow uh, demon that was just there. Sure. You yeah. literally go right behind it, because it's a corner, and you're just like against the wall, and it's just as he's yelling at these things in, in Abyssal, and you're just against the wall in the shadows. What everyone else sees is just you just against the wall in amongst the shadows uh, and you can do it again if you want to and be out of here or you could have this thing dead to rights if you want it 
it does not see you. No, I want to go and see where the rest of the compatriots are. So. All right, there's two possible ways that you're pretty sure you came in from the the little tunnel that winds up to the north. There's another one branching off to the um, west from where you are. You're on the east side of this small chamber. Hmm. I'll go on the on the east side. All right, you bam over here just to get a good distance from these dretches and uh as you turn that shadow demon or as you as you bamf the shadow demon turns and just right a, right past that wall where you were pressed up against just seconds ago you're now in a larger chamber and for a few seconds you're like oh no they're lost in some kind of and then you see ben coom <laughs> you see him crouched in a corner being like Gotta pass this gas. Gotta pass this gas. As he's muttering away to himself. Um, so you <clears throat> see him uh, in the bottom end of this one chamber, the south end, um, and you take a few seconds. And what do you want to do? He doesn't see you yet. Oh, I'll, I'll approach him and let him know where we're at in the uh, the, the other chamber there. <laughs> He almost takes a swing at you before um, as he digs for his maul and you come up stepping out of the darkness. Just He cannot be surprised. Oh, never mind. He's like, I'm trying to pass his gas. Um, you all see Fallery now, so you can talk. Uh, you have about 30 more seconds of concentrating to, to become. Uh, so Fallery is not in a gaseous state? Nope. That's right. Okay. Um, we are going to try to go back into a gaseous state. The, like, I'm whispering this. Yeah, like of course. I'm stage whisper. Um, and I point the direction, uh, where are the others? Uh, we need to get that sword and I'll basically in short form tell Valerie our plan to try to get past these rock uh no they're not rocks uh brocks yeah. all right we still nope. go through if, if you could lead us back then it is uh, not a problem either way up to you what do you want to yeah. do do you want to join them in their uh trip across or are you gonna go back to fenris and, and henrietta or are you well, gonna beat not. the hell out of these gnolls that is a, a very uh, desirable outcome however you don't want to s split the party yeah we want to get back together so wow. if the intents get the weapon then uh i'll probably just uh um, go back to Fenris and Harry and uh, just uh, let them know where they are and uh, figure, figure out a way essentially to, um, to join both parties together. Alright, so after after some time, the rest of you become smoke stuff. and you can follow the um, the Arakrokra back to this little staging ground, this little nook 
and now it's tight squeeze. Um, but you do manage to reconvene at this northern end of this chamber with the brass doors overlooking this Nalfeshni and the rest of the um, Beluz, Bulzru, Bulzau. Um, they're busy just beating on these doors, and there doesn't seem to be having an effect. But these creatures are almost tireless in their in their fury and their madness. All right. So, yeah, they don't want that shatter to kick their ass. Okay, so uh, are we all reconvened? Flurry, you're you're back. I am. Yes. Yep. All right. Um, we still haven't found that hag, right? No, not yet. I mean, we're not really looking for a hag. I am. I have need of her. Well, All right. you haven't we're... seen her yet. The right. Nalfeshni is standing there commanding the uh, the bulls owls. I'm going to mispronounce that every time this night. Just decide something and stick with it. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be right. Bulls owls. Bulls what do you want to do? I think the sword is beyond that door. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, didn't expect them to be trying for it, honestly. Well. How large are the drak? Um, the what? The bullzows and the, the demons and such? Um, the vra- the- well, we were with the drak. Oh, the rock! You've left them behind. They were small. They were smaller, right? They're they were big. They're large. Yeah, Yeah, they're large. And they were the ones that were mocking me. Uh, well, the there were gnolls mocking you, and they the gnolls and the and the rock. You've left them kind of behind on the opposite side of this large, um, unknown thing that's buried in the rock. Guys. Concentrate. Let's take these out quick. Concentrate on the Nelfeshni. Take it out. You certainly can't let them make any noise. Um. Hmm. So we're back in regular form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. We would have to be if we're talking. If we're talking. Yeah. Well, everyone who's spoken, well, I guess, uh, yeah, um, that's true. They would. Speaking. Um. Okay. So. I think I was still that. How? So this is, this is the creature we wanted that Fenris is saying to the rest of us to take out right away. That's a large. Um. Yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah. It's the one that's so, like a twisted, massive boar. How dark is it in? Like. It's pretty like dim along in here. the walls. Yeah, it's, it's quite dim, especially on the ceiling and the walls. If you can fly, it, it, that's going to be the most surprise. Well, there you go. I got some of that, so I'm going to uh, get those boots a-moving. You click your heels together, and you... So I'll, I'm going to coordinate this with Dermida. Yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. because I'm just going to, like, the hand motion is I'm going to be at, right before you unleash... I'm gonna to try to like hold you yep. know hold them in place. Okay, it's like a yep. one-two. Yeah. Right. So, and I, I will be making sure you that he's held before 
or at least um, attempted to. Who speaks Abyssal out of curiosity? I do. Oh, sure. I don't. No. I do. But at least I do. So do I. No? Okay. So you can and hear some of what this Nelfeshni is saying. And it's it's like um hold on, what was that? What was that? Yet you lazy bastards get me There must be something good inside. There must be. No one would build such a treasure holder. <laughs> so he has no idea. So part of that So part of our coordination um I think Darmida would tell Fallery to do the invisible thing that she does mm-hmm. and to get within striking range of this creature so that we and I don't know nobody else can sneak up the way we can <laughs> um I mean, you have to have the trace on. Unless you, did you cast a trace mark? I did. Uh, no, I have four not. Of you. Wait, four? Oh, that, that's, only four? that's true. Yeah. It would be for anybody who's within my vicinity. Hmm. Wouldn't it be? No? There's a max to it, I think. But yeah, it's a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's, a lot of people it's too, six. So. We got six here. It's all good. Yeah, I think it's six. So you are all extremely stealthy. What do you want to do? Wait for Jermita to get into position, and then we're gonna get ready with my stuff. All right. If that path that we saw before it does actually connect in here, then we might want to see if we can, I don't know, seal that entrance or something, because it could be quite a problem if uh, we make a commotion. That's fair. So, uh, so good point. Can you can you raise a wall? Mm-hmm. So when I when I go for it, raise a wall, block it off. I'll have to get closer for that, but uh, yes. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. And I'm, what I'm is? I'm going to get in position. And, right. and go Velvet on, is going to have to get into position because are you a range or are you uh, up close? Donny. Oh. Are I'm you more... close? Are you um, range or close? I am where I I can go either. Okay. I prefer distance. Okay, range fighting? Then perfect. If you can attack where you are right now, then perfect. Nice. <laughs> the so, rest of us can get into position. Ben right. positions himself kind of between Darmida and Fenris. Uh or like just in front of Fenris, but not to block a view. Um yeah. and Valerie, where do you want to be? Hmm. You can uh, you can fly, it. so you can get up right up in there if you need to. Yeah, probably right up in here. Well, technically, yeah, there's a stalactite, so that she has vision back sure. down. She does have uh, like severe dark vision from being sort of neblin and all that, so yeah. she should be fine. So, and you you kick out as you sneak forward, and you've got past with the trace and everything, so nothing is triggered. Yet I might get everybody do a stealth check for me, just so we know when they know things. We're in like you described the place as both a fleshy scab and stones, which is uh, it is technically hardened in stone environments. It is unfortunately not a stone environment. Okay, it cool. is flesh. It is great. It is this weeping Very wound uh, in Avernus. Great. 
Gray. You are uh, you yeah, recall these legends of this ever bleeding god. Oh, I guess Henry also needs to do that. So don't forget that everybody has a plus ten. Yep. Yeah. So police got stealth? to roll. I'm just kind of staying still, but um, eh, might as well give it a try. Don't worry, it's an average. Oh. It's not going to be like one one ruins everything. Right. So 29 for Darmida and 26 ben, for 26 ben for Valori. What Roll are we rolling? Stealth, please. Stealth? Uh, 30 for Ben Coombe. Whoa! Ben Coombe just uh, does these little... He's the monster. Yeah. yeah. He's just, I got a 32. He blends in with the side of the wall. A 32? Oh, damn. You said oh, I got a plus 10, right? Yep. That's... Yeah, you and, I, and I've got a 22. Yeah, that's 32. Wow. Okay. They don't see Police anything coming. Felice, as you kind of scoot into the room, Felice, you get eyes on this little tiny door, like opening in the in the side to the basically due west, but about almost hmm. 60 feet south of where you are, probably connecting to. You can hear the yipping and and. Uh, nonsense of what the gnolls and brocks are getting up to echoing through from there um, so you see see that and you can see this large bulbous um, boar like creature just barking away at them and just trying all different kinds of things to break into that chamber alright when you're ready okay. okay so can I get ready all our actions and wait for the mark yep I go for think it. Henrietta is just kind of resigned and doing nothing. <laughs> All right. It's like, uh, I, don't, I, don't I think they're waiting on Fenris's cue. All right. I am going to bonus action. Hound of Ill Omen. The shadows coalesce into this wolf-like creature next to this Nelfeshni. And I, as my action, I'm going to cast Old Monster. Wisdom saving throw. I assume it is resistant to magic, so it cancels each other out. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. God bless you. Something's gonna hurt here. Let's see. All it right. Depends on how Wisdom? Wisdom right. saving throw. The shadows coalesce around this creature and it just locks up and then <laughs> and just shatters the shadows oh. that have tried to wisp around it with a 22. Wow, that Straight is quite roll. a roll. Straight roll. He rolled 16. Okay. And it just calls did that. He does Look not alive. He does not have time to say that. <laughs> That's true. Okay, next. Unleash. I'm going to roll initiative for the die roll. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, what oh, do you no, want to do? This is technically a surprise round. Yeah, we all have we all have ready to actions. Yeah. Yep, go ahead. Do your actions. All right, so oh. I guess then if you want, I can go. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. you've You've done the as far Actually, as she knows. Just so yeah. I don't lose my brain, let's go counterclockwise around the horn. So Felice, I mean, we could just roll okay. now and then go through everyone in order. And then, That's right. Yeah. We'll see. Felice, what do you want to do? 
Um, Felice is going to cast a wall of stone, so she puts her hands on the ground and stone wall rises up. How high is the tunnel? Because she doesn't um, need to block like all the way to her 60-foot ceiling, right? She no, no. It's only top. about a 15-foot high gash in the wall that's been burrowed through. Okay, and how wide is it? It's not even a full five feet. Cool. So she's going to layer them there when she gets to make 10 10 by 10 Ooh. stone walls. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they can be smaller than 10 by 10, so probably it's just like... Sure, draw them where you two... would like them. And do, I don't even know they have to be touching, do they? Uh, I believe they do. Oh, yeah. right, they do. Um, so... so the idea would be that you'd have this like... Uh, like 15 foot high, five foot wide thing here, and yeah. then you'd layer that multiple times because its strength is based on how inches thick it is. Fair enough. Just I think it's like six inches by default, and I get ten of them. And yeah, if you want any more of them, say, let me know. Say, let's say two, so it's probably like five um, walls thick, which is Whew. thirty feet. Yeah. So. Something so odd like, happens here because you're not standing. Right. 30 feet? No, 30 inches. Sorry. Misspeak. <laughs> so you're not standing on stone. So something odd happens here is Felice points towards this. There's oh, a delay. Okay. And you're just like, is it happening? As you hear Fenris mutter and the spell goes off. And then after a few seconds, as the stone burrows up through the flesh underneath the scab and just pierces through and makes these walls. All right, your walls are up. Next thing, Valerie. Yes. What do you want to Hopefully do? That will dampen some noise. For me? What do you Sorry, want was... to do, sir? It is your surprise round. Uh, I... we are... We're going after this one here, or? Oh, no, you're going after here. the big guy down here. So how far is it about? Um, well, you could have been in position above with your stealth check if you wanted. Okay. Yeah, you're probably flying, yeah. It's, it's you know, pretty high ceiling in here. And yeah. dark, so you can just teleport up there. All right. Uh, you could so, have already. I mean, so you're above. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So it, it's pretty much held by, uh, by uh, Fenris? Yeah. That was the plan, but it did not get held. Hmm. Well, let's, uh, let's see what I can do. Right. Um. I'll just fucking. I'm, I'm so furious. I'll just sweep in and um start wailing on him. Nice. You just you're up in the ceiling. You just let go and just land right down on it, like almost like a paratrooper. Just bam. Make your roll. All right. So let's do. Don't forget you have advantage. You do because... have advantage, it being very, very surprised. Right, well, so not so. only that, the mil uh, the hound. Oh, yeah. Whoa. All right. That's a so crit. That's... Yep, that's don't crit. need to roll after, so. Nice. Um, let's take a look at the rolls, and I'll uh, spend some key points and do a stunning strike as well. So Do it up, yeah. man. So let's do the... So it's 2d8 plus 4. Um, I'll do that on, on uh, roll 20 just to... Alright. Yeah, hold on. Wait, no, that's a roll 20. Don't want to do it. That's 20. okay. 
So on your first shot, you drop down and just your talons taking ribbons off of this thing, just carving it like like a Christmas ham, that gone rotten. Um, and you do um, how much damage? Was uh, oh, not phenomenal, but double the dice. So four, six becomes twelve. All right. So start off by doing twelve damage. Uh, you try to get it in a spot where it's gonna stun it, and it just it. I rolled a nineteen, so it's just like All you right. seem to have made it angry. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I have another strike, so yep, I can do that, and I will. Its hide is 26. surprisingly thick. Twenty-six. Alright, 26 hits. Not that thick. <laughs> Alright, so 8 damage. And nice. I'll spend a, uh, another uh, uh, key point for a stunning Ooh. strike. Uh, what's the DC? 16. And it's a constitution? Yep. Oh, rolled a 14 plus a bunch. So it's way up over 16. Sorry, bro. Got no more? problem. I will use... Um, Lurry of Lows for uh, my bonus action. As this bird Aerocrocrow monk just lays into this, this blur of fur and talons and, sorry, not fur, feathers and talons just blazing into this thing. What do you got? 16. 16. You hit it in the belly and instead of harming it, it just like pulses and jiggles, but it doesn't appear to do any damage. AC is higher than 16. Got one more. All right, one more. Ooh. 25. 25 hits. All right, four. 12 damage, and I will use another key point because that's what they're there for. That's fair. Try All right. another stunning strike. Ooh. Uh, it's very constitutional. Sorry, man. It rolled a 10 for a total of 21. All right. Tricks anymore. Oof, wow. eh. Yeah, this All thing right. is built to take. Uh, uh, it, it's tough. Yeah, but you did a chunk of damage to it. Nice. Thirty-two points of damage in a in a round. All right, dude. Uh, I think that's your turn, right? That's it. Yeah. All right. You're gonna stay put. Yep. Okay. Coming up next, going around the horn. Uh, Velvet. First round of combat. What do you want to do? I have one question as far as are you do you allow the reverse of cure spells? Um well there is no, such as that's not can a I thing. use it use it as a harm instead of a cure. There is a spell called inflict wounds. Um so if you wanted to have taken that one you can you can t- prep that. It's a mass cure. I want uh, to do a reverse of that. Unfortunately. Reverse no. reverse no. of spells is not a thing. I think since second yeah there are other things you could try but uh that might do that but unfortunately no okay skip over to somebody else then sure I'm we'll circle back figure out what i want to do here jarmita ready um jarmita kind of scans around looks at him uh cast Drops the uh, pass without a trace. Casts Hunter's Mark on on Nalfeshni. Uh, 
Yeah, on this okay. creature. Yep. All right. He's marked. Um, I don't. I didn't move her, but she would be kind of up in the rafters. Oh, right. Or... Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're flying, right? I'm just yeah. gonna put. Uh, right. Okay. That makes it difficult for me. Right up near the ceiling, or trying to stay near you. <laughs> hmm. Well, like I'm trying high? to stay kind of upwards with of about smart. sixty feet yeah. if you want. I'm just thinking about what Henrietta would be yeah. doing. Oh. Um. I'm I'm probably like if I was 25 feet up is that Yep, that's fine. In the yeah. dark? Yeah. Like how far to the threshold of the dark? Um well, I mean 10, the whole place 15. is pretty dark. So like All right, then you'd I'll be, be out of direct line of sight at about 20 feet up. Yeah, I'll be 20 feet up. Okay. And I've Hunters marked him, and then I'm going to do the Darmita special because you know nice. that's what Darmita does. And I have advantage. Do it, do it. Whoa, <laughs> that is a crit for a total of 32. Damn, I'm uh, let me check. Yeah, that missed. Hold- I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a hit. They cannot miss, even if they had 33 wow. or more wow. So that's... Um, that's a lot. That's 17 damage. All right. For that one. Um, Single arrow, just... You arc it down, and for a second you're like... Uh, and the, the thing stands up, and it just takes it right underneath the bulbous chin. It's... It's it's second chin there, just blah, 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 this blood begins to pour. It's not dying or anything, but it is a bad hit. Um, still advantage or no? Um, not anymore. You're invisible, right? Um, I'm. You're. I'm you're, hidden. As long as you're invisible, you're still uh, an unseen attacker. Uh, you're not strictly speaking invisible, though. She was just really no. well. No, not in darkness. Are you not oh. in darkness? That's, I am. That's true. You are yeah, in darkness. You're, in dark, you're invisible. That's like the whole but point. Usually attacking yeah. reveals. And then now Fishney see it though. See through, see through yeah, the darkness. Yeah, I think it's invisible. That's a whole different thing. Or invisibility or whatever. I yeah, don't know. Through darkness, that actually means she is invisible. If you can't see through darkness, then she's not invisible. It's a weird ability. Um, uh, interestingly uh, enough, um, well, no advantage. I'll just put it that way. Sorry. Okay, You've revealed so yourself. It's, yeah. So that one's a 16. Uh, uh, that is, it hits and it digs in, but it doesn't appear to have do any damage. It's just okay. in the thick hide. All right, and then the third one. That's a twenty-four. Uh, that hits. For, so that is eleven plus. Bam. Okay. 16. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying it loud. You guys have done 68 points of damage. Is this your third 19. Is that was my third. So you also like get one for the miss. Sorry, I missed that. What? Would you like to replace your miss with this extra attack? Right. I do get to do my... I I get my feet. Sorry. Yeah, your Gloomstalker hit it anyway. Yes. All right, so you fire a, so a fourth shot. I get go for it. Yeah, I get to do, but it, this, but I've already used my thing, so 
Sorry, yeah. totally. Sure that one is the third. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And 18, 18 does hit. So that's another eight. Oh, fuck. Okay. Wow, I, I haven't kept track of all of the, the this damage. Have you? <laughs> I have, yeah. It, okay, in so... In the round so far, it's been 81 points of damage. Dang. <laughs> Holy. All right, just four arrows streaking down. Next up, we've got um, Ben Coombe. I would guess that he is like readied unless we're working in now. Yeah, he he would have. um, What's his movement? It's pretty high. He's got a 40. 40. Okay, so uh, let me just quickly check out how far he can get. Okay, so he can get to here on. uh, Let me let me just move him. He can get to here on his move. And that's, that's um, it. You could dash and get right up to it. Yeah, he's going to bonus action. Wait. Um, he has his spear. Yep, he does. So he's going to bonus action rage. Okay. He has raging. And he's going to throw his spear. At, at the big guy or at one of the yeah. goat-headed things? at the big guy. All right, make because because uh he heard Fenris say take out him. Mm-hmm. So that's he would do exactly what Fenris told him. Absolutely. All right, so he throws uh, how does he do? Or do you want me to do I that? I'm doing it. Okay. I'm just trying to No problem. <laughs> got a f- 17? 17 He's like Yes, and the spear is just stuck in just above the left nipple of this weird, overly bulbous. It's like a boar and a man and tusk, and he just reaches down and plucks it out the spear, just batting it aside. It left a little hole, but it doesn't appear to have done any damage. Eighteen is what you needed. Sorry. Okay. Um. Oh crap! I can't pick off the rage here. That's right. Um, That's fine. I'm just seeing if he has something else like... No problem. While you're doing that, let's circle Wait, back to Wait, he would have gotten advantage. Oh, yes. That's true. Okay, go for he it. He would have had advantage. So... I'm just gonna do it again. Because cool. I don't know his thing good enough, so... No problem. <laughs> Oof. Yep, 13. nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, no right. dice. As Ben Coombe just runs up and Aah! starts yelling at this thing. Um, all right. Velvet, what do you want to do? How many of the party characters are right near this char- this creature? Uh, looks uh, like you can see two. two of them are pretty close, within about 10 feet. And this uh, wolf, which appears to be some kind of ally of Fenris, the no, shadow. No, no, no. My my party. Oh, like up near where you are? Near the creature that they're after. Oh, the yeah, guy. there's only two that are right up next two. to it. Or near, right. near it. I'm going to cast Bless on both of them then. Nice. All right, I think you can get a third as well. Yeah, so you yeah, can get 12. 
I might as well put it on my shelf. Sure. Now you're going to have gotta... to run up a little bit closer just to get them within range. But yeah, so if you, if you run a little bit closer, put them within about 30 feet of you, and then boom. Oh, you could actually get Darmida as well if you wanted. She's above you. But you could we'll do that. Her. All right. We'll do that then. Um, okay. All right. And I, so. and I do have a bonus action beyond that. Sure, do it. Oh, can you so do me a favor? Mark it off as a second level spell. Normally it's three, and if you upcast it to second level, you can do four or five or more. Is that true? I didn't know that. Wow. I think. That was yeah. the first level. Yeah. Yeah, you so can cast you... it at higher levels oh. and add another person. Yeah. Oh, so, so many moves don't have an upcast for more yeah. utility stuff. That's really cool to see. I didn't realize. Yeah. So you can mark that as a second level slot. slot. Get yourself, Darmida, Ben Coombe, and Valerie. If There's five of us? Uh, four, yeah. In range. How, actually, how many of us are there? Five, actually, right? from where you are, you could get everybody but Fenris, but that's a pretty big upcast. That's going to be... Um, Don't bother hitting us. Yeah. No, they're at the back. get Fenris or something. But. Yeah. So, you can get at fourth level. Uh, yeah, you could, it's probably... It's up to you. If you, wanna get, if you want to get... If you want to get... Felice and There's Henrietta. four. That would do it. Yeah, if you want to cast it at fourth, you could do it. That would be that would get. I uh, will catch up. the whole party. All right. That well, now benefits later. Yeah, it, everybody but Fenris. He's just a little bit too far away. But everybody else is blessed. Nice. Uh, you okay. have a bonus. Go for it. Oh no, that yeah. Yeah, yep. that spiritual weapon. You nice. can't do a spiritual weapon. It's a weird fringe rule. Yeah. It you can't if you um. Oh, if you cast, oh, yeah, right. you can only. Yeah, it has to be a cantrip, unfortunately. Yeah, if you do. But you know a what? I would say action. you had time to prepare. You could have had your spiritual weapon up, whatever it is. Okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna make it it's look true. like a hammer. Yeah. And then you could command it as a bonus this round because you had time That's to true. prepare. Yep. So it can, you can move it over to just within range, right there. And um, I'll say you kind of oh, had see, it I near can't, where you were. I can't see what you're doing on your map. Oh, no <laughs> problem. Oh, uh, yeah. So you I'm can, you had your, I'll say you cast it beforehand knowing you needed it. And so it's just been waiting. So all you have to do is command it to rush in. So you can command it to attack this round if you want to. Uh, so go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. Uh, standard, standard attack uh, with your probably wisdom. I forgot you're a cleric. Uh... Guys, you have a cleric in your party. Oh, fuck me. So with spiritual weapon, your spiritual weapon is... Um... I missed. All right. But it's oh, right up did. there next to him. You can I take a swing. I critically there. missed. Oh, no. All right. You almost hit um, uh, Valerie as as it swings by. Um, and But Valerie's super evasive. So it just goes... Whoosh. Hey. What do you say back as as Velvet almost clobbers you with, um, I don't know, some... What does your weapon look like? I'm curious. The hammer that you were requesting. Nice. All right. All right. So that brings us round. Uh, most of you are now blessed. And that that brings us... Henrietta, you're going to do anything? Or everybody roll initiative. 
I was thinking of something, but I think sure. it makes more narrative sense to be like the beat after this guy responds. Because you said that he just like starts talking. Gee, can he, you continue that little dialogue where he's like, oh, we're being, a, and then he gets like punched yeah, in the face. He like, just gets pummeled by all of these things. He's like, oh. <laughs> That's what you hear. All right, um, I saw Valerie's initiative, dude. You get a ten, Valerie. What do you What do you roll for this? Uh, D twenty just... and add your Dex mod. That's right. Henrietta with a nine. All right, um, what do we got? Roll Ooh, initiative, folks. Ooh, Gordon. I got a I got a twenty. That's without my initiative bonus. All right, Velvet, way up at the top, almost. Um, oh man, this is so many nat ones. This is insane! Wow. Nat twenties, come on. You had a lot. Okay, and a nat twenty from Darmida. Eighteen plus well, that's it's a weird initiative. It's like eighteen plus twenty. Well, so, no, only that was Ben Coombs' roll. Okay. I haven't rolled yet. Yeah. So Ben, ben Coombs gets advantage. Crit. Oh. Felice. Awesome. With a crit fail. Yep. We got two nat ones. We got two nat twenties. We're we're looking good. We're balancing the scales. <laughs> Darmida has eighteen. And Darmida for eighteen. Okay. Is that everybody? Uh, ben Coombe, Velvet, Darmida, Valerie, Henrietta, Fenris, and Felice. A party of seven. All right. Oh, I got a roll for my wolf. Oh yes. Oh, Let's wolf, not yeah. forget the wolf. The woof woof. Uh, now we have two woofs. You got double yeah. woof. Yeah, but his woof can't cast jury and things like that. <laughs> 19. <laughs> nice. nice. All right. We wolves stick together. All right. Woof, you are attacking. Uh, all right. Coming up first. Uh, we may not carry on for too much longer because it is getting a bit late, but we can yes. do. We need to. We need to do some ass kicking. You got to do a little ass kicking. If people Carl, are come on. All right. For Carl. For Carl. Hey, man, I, I, I started it, so. Yeah. All right, Ben Coombe. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ben Coombe followed by Velvet. Okay, so Ben Coombe frustrated as hell that he didn't hit is going to move up next to... Um, Actually, can it's hard? I'm He's got just 40, kinda... so 5, 10. You're trying to flank? 15. I am. 20, 25 to flank with Valerie. Yeah, okay. And he is just gonna. Unload. He's gonna bed Coombe. Make it happen. Yeah, he's with his mole. And you get so... a D4 bonus. A D4 bonus? Because oh, of the right. bless. Oh, right. Oh, why didn't oh it doesn't allow me to do it's okay Weird. we can add uh 19 let me... that's already a hit so don't worry about it <laughs> is that seven? but it might be a 20. uh it's not a advantage it's just a d4 added no it yeah. is advantage if it's flanked oh that's true sorry flanked with bless this shouldn't last long all right go for it <laughs> 23 all right uh that's gonna be 27 that hits uh, so I'll take the first damage one though. Just that for was shits. Yeah, just for yeah. Fun. 
so 17, hits. 17 plus he points gets, of damage. Does that include his? Um, Being, uh, no, does that it doesn't include, include rage. his? So three more for rage. That's an even 20. His rage. Whew. All right. Um, broke, broke triple so, digits. So he. How First many? shot. He gets two. He gets at least, two? At least, yeah. Yeah, he gets two. Second um, swing. Boom. Thumper is think... in action tonight. With advantage, that's 24. That's a Four hit. Po- yeah. You can roll the d4 oh. if you want, but it does hit. There you go. Three. 27. To um, so that's another helping. 13. Nice. Woo. All right. Ben Coombs. This thing is just surrounded. All right. Uh, surrounded by one barbarian and a, and a monk. Coming up next, Velvet. What do you want to do? Do I have clear? Do I have clear shot in his eyes? Um, his head. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to do the light trick? Nope. Okay. Cool. Because <laughs> I don't think that's legal anymore. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do to him? Crossbow. Nice. All right. So your your half human form just pulls up the crossbow. Take your shot. Yep. You also can spend a bonus action to get your spiritual weapon to take a swing if you need it. Okay. How'd you do? Oh, let's see. I rolled an eighteen plus eight. Twenty. Yep. That's gonna 26. hit. Plus you're blessed, so you get a d4. But that is already a hit. Um, and so that's uh, roll a d8. And uh, add your damage. It'll be D8 plus Dex mod, yep. probably. And I'm going to be kind and say it's a plus one crossbow because you're brand new. And you you got to raid the undead armory, so it'll be a plus one crossbow if that's your main weapon. Oh, it's, Otherwise, I got a couple. Gonna... Of, they're all plain weapons right now. Um, uh, six. I mean, you could take an unmagical one if you want, but you've fought enough things to know that these things tend to resist non-magical weapons okay. in hell. Well, that's, that's true. So you're going to want at least a plus one magic weapon. Take it when the DM offers. Well, I have to get it on the character. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. We'll just add All one. Right. We can do the maths. All and right. that adds the damage as well? Yep. Yeah. So that's... 10 points of damage anyway. Nice. Oh, wow. All right. The thing Plus, is, you said the, uh, just above the eye in, into like that little bone socket there. The thing's like... It could have hurt. <laughs> oh, that would have hurt. All right. Next. Uh, yeah. uh, swing he has with a bonus, bonus action. Yep. Then my bonus, the spiritual weapon. Yep. What's that? A D? I got a tw- D twenty for that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rolling. On deck is Dar- Wolf, then Darmida. Seven plus nine is sixteen. Sixteen does not hit. Did you roll your D four bonus for bonus for bless? Nope, not just yet. Roll that. So, Might make 16, a difference. Sixteen. And two. Two? A- 18. That's what you needed. You needed 18. Nice job. Roll a D. I believe it's D8 plus your, bl- yep. plus your plus wisdom. D8 plus four. Mod. Yeah. It's D8 plus four. 
58 again. You brought a cleric to a devil fight. Both. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't do a hell of a lot. That's five points more. Every bit counts. All right, nice job. 125. Nice job. Coming up next, Wolf, Darmida, Valerie's on deck after Darmida. Wolf is going to bite at advantage. All right. Roll it again. The 13 did not help you. The natural oh, 20 crit? did. Um, the natural 20 did. I don't I'm remember. Did the wolf... <laughs> Only slightly, um, though. Did the wolf have um, magical teeth? No. Okay, so it... Unfortunately... Um, oh, no, it's just resistant. So half, of, half damage. All right, so... Take half of 19. Whoa. Why does Wolf don't do so much? Two die six plus three and a crit. Oh, right. Crit. <laughs> okay, takes 10 points of damage. Nice job. I did not expect a non-magical Wolf to do that much damage. All right, coming up next. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I stand corrected. Please, what else is please, uh, please do a straight saving throw DC 13. <laughs> Orbit opera. Um, yeah, it's sixteen, so it's, it yeah, makes it. Just check it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Got wolf's done. The wolf's just dragging and pulling a, its bit onto the back of one of its knees and just pulling. It's boar hunting time. All right, Dermida, on deck is Valerie. Okay, Dermida kind of looks at this creature, um, sizes him up like, what the fuck. Why are you still up? Um, it's oh. isn't it? <laughs> and she's gonna <laughs> big boned. He's a bucket um, of hit points, is what it is. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna roll my fourteen. Yeah, that doesn't hit. Oh, you are but blessed. I'm, but I have roll a d4. Yeah, I use. I did, but it didn't. Oh, hit. I see. So, yeah, sixteen. But I'm going to use my um, or fifteen. My ability. Yep. So I get a re-roll. Yep. I, I've always said it's basically a second shot. Whoa. So that's 28. a twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight hits. And I will do my damage for that one. That's another eleven. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. for my next. 22. That's that a 22. Hits. That definitely hits. Ooh. But for the fun of it. Alright, I got a 4. So also six. That's <laughs> super awesome to know. Uh, so that's another 15. Oh. Alright. How's he looking? He's looking <laughs> really, really hurt. But still standing. As it's just kind of rolling back. and Like it's holding up its hands. And it's just like... Damn, what the fuck just hit me? Exactly. <laughs> All right, coming Pretty up much. next, unless you're doing something I... else. Dermita, anything else? You got a bonus and a move. Um, You can see these other bullzows just kind of, <gasps> they're all just looking, watching their, their master just get ripped up. Yeah, she doesn't have much in the way of bonus actions. So, um, yeah, no, I think she's hovering up there 25 feet in the air. Just yeah. Or 20 feet up. All right. Coming up next. 20 feet up. 
Valerie. On deck is Henrietta. Yeah, just seeing the, uh, you know, what's happening so far, I'm like, all right, well, looks like uh, we keep going on these uh, uh, town strikes and... Nice. Make see your what attack. Happens. Oof. No, okay, let's that, go for the other one. That is a nat one. Oh, but followed by, a, I guess, a 16. Uh, 16? Uh, you yep. are blessed, so go ahead and roll a d4. It might make the difference. Man, bless clutch. You're Ooh. also at advantage, right? So. Oh, and advantage. That's right. So 27 and... does hit. You're right. Yeah, Actually, that 27. first one would have been... Sorry, the first one. Okay, this gets a little weird. Uh, but just to save. Uh, so the 10 missed, but you have advantage. So the 16 would have missed, but the D4 bless brings it to 19. So the first one is a hit. All just. Right. So, and so then we'll take uh... that 22nd for your next one. All right, that's a damage five. Nice. All right. All right. So then second we'll take one twenty-seven, and then you have I'll advantage. Roll you might as well roll again just to see if you get the crit. No. All right, but twenty-seven does hit. Ooh, nice Close. damage. Eleven. I'll uh, bonus action. I'll use to do flurry of blows. This thing is just roiling, just under oh, all this punishment as the. You just, because it's so big, you you leap up off the ground using your wings and just get right even with its face. A 14, it won't hit. Uh, but you have a D4. Bless. Oh, D4, yeah, okay. That's uh... Oh, it doesn't quite get you there. It would have needed to be a 4. Uh, it's 18 right. AC. Uh, I'm not afraid Next. to tell. Oh, roll it. 15. Roll the D4. Man, that bless is clutch. All right. That's a three. So that brings it to 18. The very last one is a hit. Roll damage. Woo. Eight. Drive and that bolt further into his eye. I, yeah. I know that it won't work, but I'm still going to spend a, a key point and do stunning oh. strike. Oh, hold on. Hold on. As you say, as you rise yourself up, you just boom, 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 smack. Just as, working your way as you fly upwards, working your way up the body. Just kidney shot, chest shot chin shot eye shot but that eye shot you hit the crossbow that was jammed into the eye just drive it right through and out the back of its weird little boar like skull and just the blood just sprays all over the bells off that's behind it and been and a little bit on ben coom's shoulder and the whole thing just goes right into his brain and falls to the ground. Yeah. There we go. Nice job. Thanks there we go. Thanks to a crossbow bolt. Yep. And there you go. Bunch there of bless. All right. That's your turn. Henrietta, you just watched that go down. Yeah. I've changed what I'm going to do slightly, but that's that's fine. Not, not a lot. <laughs> the same. I'm going to move forward so that I know that, Darby, you're like in the sky, right? Yeah, 20 um, feet up. I'm 20 feet up. Yeah, so I'm going to move, like, past you so that anything that, you know, might... Even though that you're in the sky, anything that sort of heads in that direction might have to pass me first. Um, but, I mean, I guess I won't be close enough to be granting you any sort of save bonus just because of your height, but that's fine. And then I'm going to cast message at the most middlemost one of these, whatever they're called. Uh, Balzoos. 
Yeah, I don't know if they're going to understand or not because language, but I'm going to try. Message? Uh, and I'm you gonna... can make your intent known even regardless of language, so that's fine. I don't think that's true. Um, because you're literally whispering. It's not telepathy. Oh, um, anyway, so I'm going to send this message to them that's along the lines of, like, all is lost. Flee. Um, g gather your brethren and flee. Um, so I want them to all scatter. Only one's hearing me, so hopefully there can be a um, mob mentality that gets them all out. Um, and at the very least, we'll get some attack opportunity. Yeah. All right. Um... And I'm hoping... I know it's always a little bit of crossover, but I'm hoping that this is actually a very good idea, and so it should be persuasion instead of intimidation. Um, all right, go ahead and roll persuasion. Thank you. That's a 28. Wow. All right, so um, in your mind, you just send your, your message to it, and it, it looks up and you lock eyes. It's strange, like pasty thick, white, mucusy coated eyes looks up and locks eyes with you for a second and you say, flee. And it... <laughs> and it screams at the top of its lungs this flee and it just... Um, go ahead and uh, roll a d6 for me. Okay, are they going to run into the wall? <laughs> Alright. Six. Oh, damn! Seriously? Okay. <laughs> All six of them turn and look at the one, and then look back at you, and this just cut to you holding the Peller thing with this helm, half of it this twisted, Maleficent-style knotted horn, and the other half this wing of Peller. Um, kind of coming off your this helmet that's fused to your head, and you've just sent this thing, this 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 message, and it just conveys the message to all the others, and they just, uh, well, we'll see what happens on their turn. And um, Fenris, it is your turn. Cool. Okay. Wait, um, are they not going this round? Uh, or they, they roll really rolled badly? a one. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, they're right at the. Actually, they might not be right at the bottom. But they're low. The, we we rolled ones as well. <laughs> yes, it's true. I was looking for these weird little creatures. Did, did I see a reaction though? Like from what? Um, you see these strange goat-like creatures. Their eyes roll back in their heads. You can kind of see the white. I mean, they're milky-eyed anyway. But you see the whites of their eyes, and it they just look like they are. The, the, it's hard to tell. Yeah. You could roll an inside check, but it's, um, yeah. This is what they look like, by the way. Like I saw. Yeah, see. Uh, ugly. Pretty yeah, classic Baphomet sort of style thing. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay, uh, they get. They actually get to go below, but before Felice. But that's it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I kind of want to save my spell slots because we're. Well, you so, can spend the round. You've seen it. You've seen Henrietta, like, just look at them and you see one of them yell. Yeah, and that's that it. Makes sense. That's all you saw. So, so, what do you want to so do, Fenris? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go up and, uh, like, closer to to the others and I'm, I'm going to just yell in the abyssal at them to 
you know, echoing it to flee to get out. Um, sure. All right. You step forward. You can see Darmida hovering over your shoulder, almost literally. Um, and you're almost next Angel, to Henrietta, yeah. almost shoulder yeah. to shoulder. Um, and you yell at them, go ahead and roll an intimidation check. Point two. Nice. Just one sec. Our guys, the uh, internet sort of crapped out, so. No worries, man. Welcome back. Um, Fair enough. Should be laughing pretty All right. soon. That. Again, they, the one you. A couple of them see you step forward side by side with this Peller um, Paladin. And you see Darmida hovering almost equidistance in a triangle above you. And they just... And they look real spooked. You're not sure which way it's going to go. And it's their turn. Do you want to do anything else? That was your turn. Your your action. You have a bonus if you want it. No, I need to conserve. All right. I think this is just... Coming up next. I was about to fire fire off like a fireball or lightning ball. But like I don't want to damage the door or, or like do something that... All as right. a reaction so like oh. as yeah. okay coming up next as Felice readies herself the the bulls look at each other and they you can hear them those who understand abyssal hear the following <laughs> and they turn and run Ben Coom smashes one on the way down it takes the hit scrambles to its meat and keeps running. Valerie also gets a free shot if you want one. Um, uh, but they, they go scrambling. Two of them go slamming against the stone door that you put there, and they're just throwing themselves against it with the same kind of fury, except this time there are some cracks that are slowly appearing. Um, they don't look like they want to go anywhere near Fenris, so um, if you let them pass... Kind of around you, they will go out and around. Otherwise, they'll join their brethren slamming into the door, um, and they they run around you and just disappear into the tunnel uh, from which you came. And then cool. you just hear the <laughs> as these other two are just bashing continuously against the door. Um, the way is clear to this double brass door leading further into. The, into this bleeding citadel. Yeah, I think we try and like, you know, skirt around them to encourage them to go the other way. Like, okay, I know you didn't want to go past us, but like, yeah, th- it's that way now. Go, go, exactly. there, go over there. Sure. Um, Actually, you walk around and just kind of, n- like, just your presence. They sense you walking a little bit closer, and they just <laughs> and scurry away from you. And oh, back good job, everyone. Pardon? Oh, just Felice. Just oh. <laughs> being like, this is actually like, I don't know how often we, we may not remember because Felice has been a while since she's been around, but her go-to has been a lot of like going last and going, oh, good job, everyone finished everything. <laughs> like, <before laughs> so the rest of acts, you, happened a lot. So you gather time. around and you see these massive doors. All the combatants have now left. You see these massive brass doors in front of you. The doors are indestructible. Runes around them, written in celestial. 
those who read Celestial? Yes, sir. Like half the party. Uh, okay, so those who read Celestial seven. can read. Oh, three of seven, sorry. Against like evil, we stand united. Only the pure of heart can op can part these holy gates. That counts me out. <laughs> and this is where the party ends. No. No, I mean, I, it is, right? Like, we're ending session, right? It's like... I feel like this is where Henrietta's gonna shine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what do I murder now? Dermita's murder just gonna kind of look at... Yeah, Henrietta... Or Dermita's just gonna kind of look at Hen and be like... Well, you might want to try this door. I think yeah. you're going to have better luck, and Darmin is just going to step back. Yeah, I think that's like the scene shot is like we walk up, um, one of us, I don't know, maybe it's Darmida, maybe it's Sen, maybe it's um, Velvet, like reads the celestial aloud, and then there's just sort of this like pregnant moment, and we just cut to black and run credits. Um, there is one more thing that happens one thing you want to do as you're All standing right. before these doors and you're just like, okay, it's, you've got to, you see what's before you and you have to try to get through Darmida in your mind, you, you hear and feel this strange push. Amida, it is done. Lulu is risen. And Zariel knows. I turn to Henrietta and I'm like, open it now. Yeah, and now. Forward. It cuts yeah. to black. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to cut to black or do you not? You know, like, oh, we can open it, we can not. Make up your mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's no time now to hesitate. Absolutely. No, it this is might be on. where we can. I don't know how long it would take for uh, Zero to try to fight oh, us he'll... here. Right? Maybe we just dig in our heels, right? This is where we fight. But that could be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, thanks very much for hanging in a little longer than normal, everybody. We went um, only an hour 20 past our regular. But we wanted some murder. And you guys, you guys f***ing murdered that dude. Wow. Yeah, we needed murder and mayhem tonight. We really did. And you got it. That thing is so tough. I didn't even realize when I was doing this. I was like, it's got 184 hit points. a different version. You got 184 hit points. Its AC is high. And my god, you were beating on that thing for, like, intensely. I, yeah. I love it. And, of course, Carl, or rather, uh, um, Valerie got the kill shot. Valerie? Although, that bless was clutch. So, really welcome that to was the a table. Clutch bless. Welcome to the table, Thanks, Donnie. Donnie. That was huge. That was, like, four hits 
it turned the tide on four misses into four yeah. hits at least. Yeah, it's cool seeing it actually yeah. change something instead of just be like, oh yeah, you know, you you win more. But yeah, exactly. Hit, right, and it, it that really did. That's why I chose the cleric. I was also debating a rogue. Nice. Well, I think a, a you chose. No, I think you chose the cleric wisely. was a good choice. All right. Oh, yeah. Bella didn't even think you were going to let me Indeed. use my my. Uh, I didn't. No, I didn't. That's why I rolled a <laughs> but second. But I told him to ask anyway. Ah, it's worth yeah. a try. All right. Well, um, it's it's running late, so I'm gonna have to bounce. We're gonna run the credits. Don't forget, um, just a, a shout out to all the Creative Commons music that's scrolling in the doobly doo thing somewhere. Um, we always give credit to our um, music, so thanks so much for that. And thanks very much for joining us at the table uh, and for going long. I think I think we all needed some good murder and mayhem. Man, you guys defeated that guy. It was just woof. He didn't even get a turn. <laughs> you just executed him. Worst part is I feel well, bad. Well, and Fenris had said. No. Oh, don't don't feel bad. Those things he are nasty. Him. I have no. I have to feel bad about it. It's oh right, because it's in the character. It's well, it's evil. He's he's brethren to me. Well, you have right. you have definitely slaughtered the boar, brethren. All right, yeah. internet. Before we go, we do need a name for tonight's episode. Um, so or or other players, we got a name suggestion. Into the, the end scab. is near. Yeah. Or into the scab, yeah. Bella, are oh. you are you headed off to bed or something, or can we talk a little more? Oh, we'll talk uh, offline. Yeah. We're we're still on <laughs> the stream on. right now, technically. But um <laughs> yeah. any other so we heard uh into the scab, we heard the end is near. Um and any other suggestions feel free to throw them into chat i'm still waiting on a nice evil name as well so i'll put that out on the instagram um don't forget to check us out on uh all the places especially the podcast stuff but youtube and so on and uh thanks very much everybody for playing i'm gonna ask one last time that everybody please take care of yourselves take care of each other and get out there and roll some dice go murderate a demon because Hey, we might as it well. It feels good. That's <laughs> it feels good to murder a demon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, Zygmunt. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace out, guys. Oh, Try to record all of our games as much as possible, whether that's Dungeons yeah, we Dragons, stay here. Don't or worry. Shadowrun, or another tabletop role-playing game. Just a quick side note about all the licenses and copyrights involved. Our music is all Creative Commons attribution music on our live stream video feed or YouTube replay or Twitch VOD. We always attribute each individual artist. So be sure to check out those individual artist attributions. Lots of love to so many people who make their work available so that we can do what we do. So thank you. It influences our game. It makes it immeasurably better. So, so much appreciation for them. Let's not forget the makers of the game. Dungeons and Dragons is copywritten by Wizards of the Coast. They own it. They make it available to all of us to play, and it's wonderful. We are in no way affiliated with them, and nor do they endorse this podcast, but we are very appreciative. 
The other game we often play is Shadowrun, which is Catalyst Games. And again, we are not affiliated with them and they do not endorse us, but we really appreciate their game and we hope you appreciate our game. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and YouTube and watch for those live games once we're streaming them out. And of course, we do accept suggestions for names, so please hit us up on Instagram and name our stuff. All right, thanks so much. I'm Todd, and this has been SideQuest Live. We'll see you again soon.